Konnichiwa! Konnichiwa, minasama! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Moi Moi Cute Holiday Special of Talk you, to Keiki. You, you, there was, that was not Moi Moi at all, son. You got to do, do it like you got to do it. I, I got So you want the heart? Moi? 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 Cute. You got to do the high-pitched voice, too. <laughs> no, no, no. It's too late for that <laughs> shit, man. Can you go? Uh, what is it? False, it's falsetto, right? Is that the... The high I one? So I can uh, no, I cannot. No, I tried to. My throat hurts when I try. Ah, I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, yo! But no, uh, again, happy holidays from us here at Tata Keiki. We got a fun show. I'm Matt, and as always, enjoying my co-hi, Ethan. What's going on? Minasama, genki desu ka? Oh, genki desu ka? We're doing cute in the rest of the fucking show because of <laughs> our closer. Yeah, oh, our closer. It, it has to be. It has to be the closer. I'm riding so high. I literally, right before the episode started, just started it. Yeah, so we're happy with it. We're very, very happy. But uh, yeah, we got we got mostly penultimates. I have a couple of finales. I'll get to them shortly. And then, yeah, we're gonna talk about all this. And then next week is our finale and awards. Dude, I'm so. so I'm full. I'm fully prepared. So I'm so unprepared. I'm still behind two episodes. We have last week's, uh, what's it called? Um, Eminence and flops to talk about. I'm behind on those as we record on Thursday night. So, yep, and um, uh, you're behind on JoJo. And I haven't even started JoJo. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna get to JoJo until after the season, dude. Truth be told. All righty. I'm not gonna. Right. Get, I'll, I'll. We have next season's the wait. Next week is the the seasonal awards, not annual. Yeah. Are we doing back to back? No, no, uh, no. Annual is the week after that. Annual's week after that. Okay, so yeah, yeah, that's when have an that's 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 one last start, man. Yeah, I'll have a opportunity to try and do my best to binge it, or yeah, at least plus, get to a well, decent point for me to be able to pro- properly grade it. Yeah, plus, plus, yeah. Plus, most of these animes will be over by the time. Yeah, forgive me for wearing the same shirt on air, guys. For all you people that are saying, like, listen, this crusty motherfucker is wearing the same shirt as the last two podcasts that I've been on. Um, I don't go very many places, so I happen to wear this shirt. Uh, is going in the hamper as soon as this episode is over. But I was so behind on life that I sat down, watched the uh, Akiba Maid War finale, and we jump right in this bitch. So, who doesn't like a little bit of Yuki? Yuki kun. It's Yuki kun, motherfuckers. That's right. Mezumi. Right. Mezumi. That means rat. Wait, 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 wait. There we go. Rat. Mezumi. All right. Let's get to some news. Yeah, rat bastard. Go ahead. Let's let's go to it. Uh, the manga City Hunter gets a live action movie. Mm. We're gonna start with that. Mm. Uh, let's see some more announcements. Uh, Arc Knights uh, Prelude to Dawn is getting a second season for those that are watching that. Mm. So good on you. Uh, Mission Yozakura Family is getting a TV anime in 2024. Mm. That's a nice there. Uh, the manga Sandland gets an anime movie in 2023. Mm. So we're getting a lot of stuff. Uh, also, uh, for Pokemon, uh, Ash is finally retiring. Mm. Uh, the it was going to be an eleven episode series focused on Ash's life after winning the championship. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It'll come. It'll come out January thirteenth, mm-hmm. and then after that, in April, they're going to start the new series for Gen Nine with new characters. Mm-hmm. No one from old. Uh, and I will by the actually... way, in regards to. Uh... To Ash Ketchum 
Stay tuned to the podcast. That's all we're going to say. Yeah, uh, we don't have any confirmation yet, but when we do, we will let you know. Yes, but... we've got something big in the works that hopefully our editor, Sean, at W2M Network, shout out, Sean. Yeah, we're just waiting on that while he takes care of his uh, personal situations, which we hope he finds something soon. Hopefully so. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I did watch the finals. Enjoy episode, our right? Christmas gift that I accidentally spoiled on the MMA for podcast, MMA for Mark's podcast. <laughs> I literally, dude. I was like, literally, telling like I was like, it was a random like part in the, and it was like the random low before we hang, before we disconnected from the show. And All I was, right, yeah, dude. I've I've spent so much money on Christmas presents. I bought like so and so this. I bought I bought our editor Sean blank, and I was like, oh shit, I wasn't supposed to say that. And I was like, cut it out. I'm like, oh no, wait, we're live. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, let's hope he didn't hear you. Hopefully, he's stupid enough and doesn't listen to the whole. Yeah, thing. but uh, I was actually watched this tournament. For the Pokemon thing, for the Master Championship, off, oh, off there. So what, the beginning of MMA for marks, so I was like, oh, I love you. No, I, I gotta do that too. So, <laughs> but uh, I was, but no, I was watching the Pokemon. So I was actually watched the finals, and it was a very fitted ending for it. I liked it wow. a lot. So it they is. went, they they went hard for Pikachu going Super Saiyan. Pikachu went Super Saiyan. Yeah, he was like charging up, like he was ready to attack. Oh, I thought like he was after... gonna go Rik- uh, Rikachu or whatever. Right, you did, but no, he was, but he was glowing. He was sparkling with electricity. It was good. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, if there's a way for me to watch the whole uh, Fame for Ashes retirement, I will add it to my winter list just so to get that conclusion. Alrighty, uh, Ron Kamonohashi, the Reigns Detective, is getting hmm. a TV anime. No date. Uh, looks deranged enough as it is. Just from looking at the at the poster. Uh, Spy Family, you're getting a season two and a movie yes. in 2023. Can't wait. I cannot wait for that either. Uh, Blue Exorcist is getting a new anime series. I saw that. I, I haven't watched it. I know my friend did, so and he likes it. I'm pretty sure he's happy with that. Good friend. Uh, also, for the manga readers and JoJo lovers, JoJo Part 9, The JoJo Lands, begins in February. Good for you, Matt. Enjoy and let me know how it is. I will see. I will see if I can. Hi. So uh, okay. And uh, Reincarnate as a Sword is officially getting a second season. So hooray for me there. Good for you, Matt. Um, let's see for this one. Sayu Radio no Uro Amote is getting a TV anime. There's a... I would love to put out a poll somewhere in the universe to like know what our Japanese audience thinks of you reading in Japanese. <laughs> Every week I think that in my head. I was like, these motherfuckers just must think this guy is a fucking... Well, there's, well, well, there's no uh, English title for it yet. Yeah, it's hard. It's like that. It's been like that a lot also on Analyst. So I, get, I unfortunately get what you're talking about. Sure. Yeah, so I'm just trying to do as best I can until we get an actual... They give it a proper name, but it's a... Uh... I think we might watch this because it it it's about podcasting and uh, radio. And for you, it's a Yuri. <laughs> Ooh! We have no hooray. date yet. Hooray. Yeah, so hooray there. And then finally, uh, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun is getting a reboot. Not a season two, but a reboot. So that's been on my to-do, um, to-watch list because I heard how funny the first the first season that or the first anime now we could say uh, yeah. was. Um, you saw it? I did, yes. I enjoyed it. And you enjoyed it. Okay, so that's definitely going to be on my two-watch list, for sure. Yeah, the again, the, I'm looking forward to the reboot. This could be more focused on the source material. It's a, it, it's a bit darker than how it leads on, but mm. but when you find out about Hanako's 
them and all that shit. And the little hints of what might have happened. What, might... But uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I believe we are getting it in 23. Uh, when we get a release date, we will let you know. We'll know from there. Uh, I think the last one... When, when did that air? Uh, it aired. Uh, it, it aired 2020. Okay. Yeah. A couple. Of, so yeah, a couple of years ago, and now it's getting a reboot to do it properly. That is it for the news, people. Also, uh, Hunter Hunter hiatus again. Death taxes. Hunter Hunter hiatuses. I, I feel bad for the guy, but it's like he's got. I think she just let someone else take over, like his wife, the successor. Does his wife somebody? Does his wife right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she just saw Sailor Moon. He is the one called Sailor yes. Moon. So there we go. It's in the business. It's in the family. Mm. All righty. All right. Uh, your turn for some reviews. You're, you're only two. I only two. As I'm editing our list now, trying to whittle some of this down. Delete. All right. There we go. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Okay. Uh, gotta answer that text afterwards okay anyway um peter grill um we're actually getting some decent i shouldn't say decent let's rephrase that peter grill is a complete waste waste of my time but because it's sexual i'm like oh i'm about it so fucking yeah basically um we left off with peter and um millie million um uh million i don't remember her name exactly but anyway um we left off with those two and she's like a bunny girl like she looks like a bunny girl even though she's part of the dwarf right. uh, thing um so uh we let leave them off they're in the, the sex dungeon can't get out unless they fuck and so um they're like peter's like all right well it can't be helped we got to get out and she promised so basically she's like hey um like I'm, I'm poor i want financial stability blah 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 and she's like okay if you fix my sword i will provide you financial stability of some kind whatever like okay and she's like well it can't be helped she gets butt naked and peter girl gets butt naked and he's about to put it in and she's super nervous it's her first time she's not wet like it's going bad and she's like god i don't know what i need to do to like get this bitch to go and so he's like i'll tell you what if we can get this done i will give you financial stability for life and she has a whole ass orgasm right there they have sex they're released of that the end of that so we go to the the next episode or i'm sorry we go sorry not the next episode i'm sorry we go to the 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 rest of the show the rest of of that episode and basically uh the guild's party has come into town there's no sign of peter grill they're wondering what the fuck happened to peter the guild master who uh broke the sword is like oh maybe peter realizes he's fucked and uh you know he's going to uh what's it called run from town that's cool meanwhile luvilia is looking all over peter 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 and then uh, there's a discussion. This is where I said we actually get like a decent storyline in this episode. Um, the father of Milliam, we'll call him Milliam. We'll call her Milliam because uh, I don't remember her name. Uh, Milliam uh, basically uh, talks to Lavilia, has an honest conversation. They mention basically like the treaty is basically kind of outdated. This uh, treaty between the dwarves and the um, and the, the guild is outdated. We feel like you know the guild is like swinging their might because we don't need the protection. But you know, let us hope that nothing happens. And again, the monster in question that they're celebrating is the death of like some crazy cicada. Um, looks like a giant fucking roach with legs. So um, they're like, oh, okay. So she goes to her father and she expresses this conversation she had with the dwarf uh, liaison. And um, her father is like, "Fuck, that's our cash cow. We can't let them get away because he's a piece of shit." So 
he they're like you know whatever they he said some shit to get her off her ass whatever blah 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 so the day of the ceremony comes and around this time is where you see that the dungeon is empty but there's nobody in the dungeon um but the day of the ceremony comes there here's peter grill there's no peter grill and they're like where's peter where's peter where's peter and then all of a sudden there's a rumbling and throughout the episode there's like little tremors like like earthquake like tremors and they're like we've had a lot more of those lately and so a giant tremor happens the ground explodes and after 100 years of this beast not being around, thought to be extinct, here's a giant cicada with two heads. End episode. So, cue Peter Grill to save the day. He has another woman to his harem, and that'll probably be the end of this. Thank God. Anyway, Boruto. Um, Boruto, again, continues with the great fucking storytelling. So, the episode starts off with um, Boruto reaching out to uh, Kiseru, who is the is thought to have killed the people. And so um, he chases after him. There ends up being a fight. What, the big guy, I forget his name, but there's a big guy there who got slashed up during the fight in the previous episode. He's about to die, and, but everyone wants to help Boruto um, with Kiseru. So everybody who was safe runs back onto the field while the big guy basically props the door open with his final act because um, he's strong enough. So he keeps the door open. They all run out there. They all try to help Boruto and they chase after Kiseru. Meanwhile, um, uh, Sakura, I'm Sakura. What am I saying? Sarada, <laughs> Sarada, Mitsuki, and um, and Kawaki are chasing after a, a hooded figure with a mask. If you watch the series, you automatically know who it is, but if you don't, chasing after the hooded figure after a mask, they eventually catch up. There's more hooded figures that surround them with the mask, and Sarada has a quick little battle. She gets kicked in the face, and before she she recognizes at that point. And she's like, these guys, she tells Kawaki and uh, Mitsuki, these guys aren't enemies. They're like, what do you mean? They kicked you in the face. And they're like, no, these are Ambu, Leaf Ambu. So they start having a conversation. They're like, oh, the higher ups have permitted us to, to discuss intel with you. And so they share intel and basically find out Kiseru is not working for Oga. Kiseru is, an underco- is in an undercover mission. Uh, what's it called? As an Ambu. So he's Ambu. And they were saying, oh, you know, it's a relief, da 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 But they're basically worrying that, like, Kiseru's, like, losing his mind because he's got, like, a personal vendetta in terms of why he's doing this. And so um, they're like, oh, he's losing his mind. And they, we kind of see that play out throughout the rest of the episode. Um, Kisero one by one, starts picking off everybody until he gets to Boruto. Um, they manage to temporarily stop him. Um, I forget their names, but there's a girl that does lightning, and then there's the rock shinobi that's, like, a little boy. Um, and so he drops something as he runs away, as he flees from them. And the, the rock shinobi picks up a scroll. It's a scroll he drops. He opens a scroll, and it's a mission brief that shows his mission. And so after he gets shocked, he, it triggers something. And he's like, oh, shit. But regardless, he's like kind of losing his mind because of the stress of everything. So him and Boruto fight. Um, Boruto is about to win. Um, and, or he's either about to win or he's about to get his ass kicked with fire. I don't know. But regardless, the Rock Shinobi hustles over there, hustles over there, and he stops them fighting at the cost of him eating Kiseru's flame attack. And he's injured. He's not not dying. He's not deathly injured, but he's critically injured. And he hands Boruto the scroll. Boruto reads the scroll, and he's like, oh, shit, you're fucking, you're Ambu. You're on an undercover mission. Oh, man. And so Kiseru goes, yeah. And then he stabs Boruto with a kunai in the stomach. And Boruto looks at him, and he's like, why did you just stab me? And he's like shocked. And as he's about to collapse, Kisero tells him that we're not in a, uh, we're not in some crazy maze. This is Genjutsu and it's up to you to fix it. And so Boruto passes out. 
uh, Kisera, who actually spe secretly specializes in very powerful medical ninjutsu, heals Boruto so he doesn't bleed out or anything like that. And Boruto's just basically passed out from, you know, the fight. And so Boruto ends up waking up in a lab and all the people that have died aren't dead. They're just on everybody's in these like these like cryo chamber like pods. And um, he wakes up and he's like, what the fuck is happening as he sees everybody there in their pods and he's in some lo random location. So um, it's also interesting uh, from that perspective. I'm really enjoying, really, really enjoying this arc. And by the way, you missed the piece of news, um, which wouldn't matter to you much. But for those who enjoy Boruto in any capacity, uh, they confirmed in February of next year. So basically spring, um, they're going to start adapting the code arc. So we're back to manga. And the code arc is fucking bonkers. If you keep up with it at all, it's really bonkers. So Boruto's now is, is hitting a hot streak, which is I'm so grateful after the last shitty fucking uh what's it called um uh filler arc like technically this is a filler arc but this is actually a really good filler arc since it mimicked fucking squid games and they're going back into the manga which is a crazy part of the fucking manga so hella excited for that all righty very good very good sir. also it's been 20 minutes and i haven't been cut off yet <laughs> good and your 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 video stabilized which i was worried about at the beginning of the show okay but yeah uh, yeah but yeah we we finally got a different uh, cable uh, thank you to my spouse thank you to my spouse for buying a new one thanks bash and, yes love you as i am drinking a new drink from citizen cider ooh it's pretty good actually it was great this place is right across the street from my job nice. <laughs> so, so you can't get a haircut if you can get alcohol so yeah, I'm right at the work, I can go get a, I can go get a drink if I there want. There you go. It works itself out considering the holiday season for you is crazy. Uh, yeah. I just got to work Christmas Eve, and that's really it. It is what it is. All right, I got four. All right, I got four shows, three finales. So I'll go to the one that's not a finale first. Blue Lock. Picked up where he left off. Team Z versus Team V. Isaki has the ball. He's like, okay, everyone, I have a clear shot. I can do this. But Nagi, the the head guy for TV is about to stop him. He's right there, right behind him. And he even says, even says, so you're the most dangerous one here right now. Because <laughs> before he said he was a joke. Yeah. And now how it all turned around for him right there. And he cannot pass it to someone or otherwise Nagi's going to get it. And there's no clear way. And he's losing confidence himself into the shooting, just shooting the ball forward. But he just has that little spatial awareness. And then just, he said, you know what? Fuck it. So mm -hmm. he went forward a little bit, got that direct shot. It's a goal. 5-4. Uh, Team V's a little bit distraught. Nagi's like, well, hey, it's okay. We could, we could get one more point if we tie it up. And the bell rang. Mm -hmm. That's it. They lost. And they look at the scoreboard. It's not a bell, uh, by the way. It's a fucking whistle. They use a whatever. bell. No, I'm saying, a... like, I'm saying like the game's over. The game's over. Okay, I thought you meant like they actually used like a ding, 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 ding. No, 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 no. I was gonna no, be like, dude, no. don't you ever try to fucking talk to me about blue about no, 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 no. no. They use ever a, again. No, 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 they use an ever. actual whistle. They okay, use an actual. Okay. They use an actual whistle. Thank God. Game's over. You look at the scoreboard like, for the whole uh, the five teams. Uh, since Team Z and V are the highest, they advance. The other three teams are out, but one person from each, like the best score, that had the best average, they move on. So thirty people are gone. <laughs> And the other, and the one people from each of the of the losing team, they're they're alone now. That's it for them. So after that, they're celebrated a bit. Uh, Nagi talks to Rio. He's like, "So this is how losing's like, right?" It's like, and he's actually he like he what like he actually wants to try hard for soccer, so just not wanting to do anything. 
So we got that nice little thing for them. Uh, Team Z is celebrating the that fucking traitor that was like fuck you guys, but tackled the, the one guy to get the win cone. Uh, he's there. He's about to say congratulations, and they invite him over. Like, hey, you should actually come with us. And then uh, Renske is like, hey, just yeah, yeah, you know what? You you betrayed us. You're a piece of shit. You're all looking after yourself, but you did tackle that guy to get yourself out of the game. That would help us one. If that didn't happen, we would. So mm-hmm. fine, that type of thing. And then fucking Inosuke just punches the guy in the face, saying, "All right, now we're even. Do it again, I will kill you." Mm-hmm. So all that happens that they're about they were about to celebrate like an after party in the locker room, but everyone got was so exhausted they passed out. And now, that's not uh, very Japanese. Like they're supposed to be cleaning up the locker room, and then the fans are supposed to be cleaning up the, no, the stadium. Like they no, like that, that, that 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 no, that's for the losers before you leave. Before you leave, oh, even, when the, even when the Japanese won, they did that. I know, but. But uh, basically, but while that's happening, Isagi sees all the losing people like walking out the building, all 30 people leaving. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I just crushed all of their dreams. <laughs> Do you get a bonus? It felt, it felt good. <laughs> yeah, you got a bonus. Damn it. Yep. And then uh, we go to the next day. Uh, Ego pops up on the screen. He's like, all right, here's the next trade. You're going to do trade. You're going to do cardio training without touching the ball. Like, what? Like, yeah, the games are over for right now, and you guys suck. You guys are worthless. Shouldn't be back on the field anymore. So for right now, just focus on your condition type of thing. So basically, he was just talking down. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, the other, oh yeah, the other guys, they're fine. They had their other games. They're taking it easy. You guys just don't get to do shit. So they do this for about a, they do this for about a good week, and then basically you find out fucking Jim Patrick Ego over there was lying about it. Basically, he just, he just didn't want to give them all the praise. Like, oh yeah, if I if I worship, if I praise you guys, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to improve yourselves after. So, mm-hmm. so I want to make you guys feel worthless. Uh, now they're talking about the next session of exam of exams, and it's not a team thing; it's a solo thing. So everyone is on their own. So yeah, Isagi goes for the door and roll credits for that arc. All right, moving on. My first finale, Biblifio Princess. So this was okay. Okay. So after Eliana was just being berated, talked down by this other uh, family, this little sister, this little shit Sharon's. So and then uh, basically tell Christopher, I can't talk. I don't want to talk to you right now. I want to go home. She goes. She goes into her. She goes to her home, and this bitch. I believe her name is Anna. Uh, she like kicked down the door basically, thinking Eliana was in there, but Eliana was hiding in the closet because she didn't want to be bothered. Basically, uh, like, I need to get. What? Sounds like Bochi. Yeah. No, not, but not like that, though. She's like, uh, basically, it's someone that's talking shit about her, so she doesn't want to confront them. And so, and the other maid was there, like, I wanted to get some dirt on Eliana. You were there for a reason. I like, I want, I want you to berate her, belittle her, all this shit. And yeah, you're worthless, and your country's worthless. Fuck you. <laughs> you see, all this thing is like, oh my God. Then Eliana actually got stepped out of the closet. Like, okay, what the fuck you doing, bitch? <laughs> Trapped and in then, Yes. What QR Kelly? <laughs> but yeah, then Eliana like overheard it. Like I heard you like talking about this maybe and uses all this like no, like they were they're good people. They didn't start the plague that you guys think they did. They had messages, all that type of shit. I knew I knew because I read books. You you illiterate piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, this so this bitch gets so this bitch gets mad and Christopher comes in. The I he comes in at the right time. He overhear he overheard it. He's like, hey, you out. Like you're being irrational. Like, you don't know shit about Liana. I love her. She's my wife. I ain't gonna marry this bitch. Like, <laughs> I, I so yeah, you're doing it for you're doing it for military shit. Like that's it. But 
you're forgetting that everyone likes Eliana and everything she's done for people. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, your family takes money too. So no, t- guard, take her away. Mm-hmm. So Christopher and Eliana, they're having a little moment together, talking solo. And then now Christopher's mother comes in. So Christopher hides, like pulls Eliana away to hide behind the, the window thing, the window cover. Shit. Okay, window cover. Hi. Yes. Hi. <laughs> And then you hear the mother talking. She's like talking. She's like, "Oh, Eliana's always running away, type of thing." They're not like scolding her, like hates her, like she does. She just wants to talk to. She, she wants, I guess, to know her future daughter-in-law, basically. And Eliana thought, "Oh, I thought she was hating me." And Chris's like, "No, as she does like you. She just wants to see you, type of thing." So that was the prelude. So that was the penultimate. Now we go to the finale. Uh, Christopher, Eliana, they talk to Sharon. The, you know, the little girl that was like. The literal and Elliot say, like, hey, my older sister should marry her. This destiny is written in a fairy tale book. Not you. So she's like, okay, I will dance with Christopher. If you take this book, this rare legendary book written by this sea captain, and no one, no one has ever seen it, no one. Mm-hmm. So you can have it. You can read this book, but you have to leave the ball, and I dance with him. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, almost tempted to. She's, like, holding the book. He's like, no. Don't want it. So Sharon just again now she's saying, Oh, my sister and him are meant to be. It's not you. It should never be you. Fuck the Berenstein family. Mm-hmm. And then Christopher was telling her about like, you know, you're like, you know what Eliana has been doing while you're trying to have your sister try to marry me? Uh that whole plague thing, like she would at read research, like various books from different countries of how they handled it. Mm-hmm. And she found a way to make have people like look for a remedy to have something that actually worked that wasn't just temporary, like a permanent thing for for people, people around people, in the, people all over the country, all over the world have effect. Mm-hmm. Like she did all of that, and first, uh, then a maid comes in with the letter. It's like, oh, see, my sister still writes to you. You guys are meant to be. So Eliana was about to leave. It. Chris was like, sit down. Basically, like they were like they're basically pet pals, that type of thing. Like not like in love. Like yeah, that was a thing. But yeah, she, your sister, married to the duke. But people were spreading lies about how it was forceful. Like, no, she wanted to marry this duke, duke, even mm-hmm. though he's like fifteen years or so older than her. Mm-hmm. As a fate. And yeah, when we were talking, she <laughs> gave me the bus to say she was happy for me that I was marrying Elia. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's all you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and it reminded them. One of the guys that reminded the story, like how uh, this girl, this this poor, this poor and foreign girl fell in love with the prince, but there was like nothing, like there was like nothing she could offer. So this pig, this talking pig, for some reason, Buta. Said, hey, yes. So basically, it's like if you cook me up, make make a nice pork out of me, the prince Don't will love it. Tongue. Don't cook a tongue pig. <laughs> like cook me, make a nice pig, and I'm sure this prince will love it. That type of thing. So it's on apple and apple and mouth. Yes, I'll take in the bit. ass, all that. Yeah, exactly. Turkey based or shit. Put it up, put it up in the ass. Squirt some juices in. This. Hey. So it was that type of story. So Christopher called this little girl a fucking piglet as she was leaving, and, and then you hear her like, "He called me a fucking piglet." And then uh, we get to we get to the ball, beautiful dress from Eliana with Christopher, and then you see the mother, the father. Uh, they're all talking about it. And then the father's like, you helped out a lot of people with all your research, everything you've done. Like, what reward do you want? We will grant it for you. Dick. No. <laughs> I, thought, I, I, I thought about it, but no. 
basically she just wants to she wants time to read her books like she didn't like she doesn't read her books to enjoy herself type of thing like she wants to do that like after the banquet the father's like very well eliana bernstein i declare you go on vacation you read all your books and that's it so like do that after the banquet get some time off and no one shall disturb you except for maybe my son or your husband Mm. So all that happened, uh, they're dancing, there's a ball, everyone's having a nice time. And before Eliana retires for the night, Christopher has one more little surprise gift. And it's kind of fitting too because it's Christmas, so it's like snowing out. Oh, fitting time. So, so, yeah, fitting time. So basically, uh, all the lights are off. Uh, they pull the the covers down that was covering the trees. And the trees were glowing, not like Christmas lights. Like It was like some type of special ink that Eliana had. They used that to like make designs on the trees like it's called radioactivity yes <laughs> nuclear it's called nuclear, nuclear waste dumped onto some yeah so all that and they talk about the future together of soon-to-be husband and wife they share a kiss roll credits it's okay my my main problem was they talked about all of El- all the stuff eliana has done for the kingdom but they never show them sorry so, my cat is eating so, but yeah, but yeah, the the fact that they don't show those accomplishments is like I kind of want to see them. Like I want to see the progression. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of obstacles outside of that, except for mm-hmm. this other family being a bitch to Eliana. That's because she's not a noble or some shit. Mm-hmm. That was that was really the only type of drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the couple, I like the chemistry, Christopher and Eliana, but it's it's a it's a it's a week three and a quarter. That sounded mid as fuck. It, it is. I, I this, there's other show shows you could watch. That sounds like it. Yeah, like like Fruits Baskets or Requiem of the Rose King. Mm-hmm. If, you current, if you want like current in the past year or so. Indeed, those are all. Fun Indeed. Stuff. All right, moving on. Reincarnated as a sword. All right. Picked the way left off. the The White Owl. It wasn't the enemy. It was uh the Guildmaster's cousin's summon, basically. Okay. As it spied on them, so so it wasn't it wasn't anything dangerous. Like, all right, fine, cool. And then uh, basically, this this giant spider bitch is back. She's ready to fight. She's fighting Francisco for a bit. And during this, Amanda had a little flashback because you find out that she actually orphaned two black cats. That's racist. I mean, and <laughs> Fran is a black. Cat. Mm. But she talked about why she's she was always uh, bearing to uh, children's because she again she orphaned these two black cats and they're dead, and she, she feels guilty that like she didn't help them properly defend themselves. Like, like basically, like, she she felt like she could have done more for them. Probably could before they, before they went on their own. Probably could have. We don't know. That's why we don't know how they really were. Mm-hmm. But all's going on. So she so basically she sees the spider. I feel like she was about to kill Fred and Shisha, but they really were. They were just honestly. Mm. So, but, uh, but Amanda's motherly Baron's thinking, so she did one giant move, killed the spider, stole the kill. She's like, Are you okay, Fred? And then Fred just gave her this glare. Like, mm-hmm. And then she's like, Yeah, we kind of want, we like, we had it. We wanted that skill crystal she had. Mm-hmm. So so that happened. Amanda was like clogging, was like clinging onto Fred, saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. While they were working, like, I'm not mad. Don't fucking do it again. Mm-hmm. All that shit happened. And then uh, they cleared the dungeon. And now, because of this, Fran reported back to the actual guild, guild master. Mm-hmm. He says, Okay, so because of this, you can go to this, this 
you can go to this rare dungeon like you wanted. Like that was the deal. Go to go to this, and then we'll we'll give you what you want. Type of thing. But basically, she's gonna leave town soon. Hmm. So, uh, and then fucking Gallus, the blacksmith, he finally has her armor ready. So it's like a nice little cool adventure uniform. Uh, Shusho, he hates it for a bit because you would call it the the belly the belly area is exposed. Like there's there's nothing covering it. Mm-hmm. It's like, like what are you trying to do? That's exposed. Like no, like cats have hyping their senses because when the wind touches their body, they'll be like, oh, their senses. Right. So they need that type of thing for also for agility. So he was playing that, and then friends like I actually like it, and then Shusho's like, oh okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, basically, we go to the next day. Uh, people are like looking to send her off as she leaves to go to the next village. Mm. They're all saying, Come back sometime. Mm. Uh, Fran goes to Amanda and she says, uh, When I come back stronger, I want to duel you again. I, and, and next time I'm gonna, I plan on beating you because mm-hmm. she got her ass whooped the first time. <laughs> and then Amanda's like, Oh, yeah, I look forward to that type of day as they were uh, leaving. She's just like, hey, Fred, you know, you never called her mom or something because you lost mm. that bet. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to. He's like, but you know what? He says, and he says, bye, Ma- Amanda or Amanda, something like that. Mom, Anda. I, I don't know how she said it like that, but that kind of triggers something in Amanda's uh, flashback because that's what uh, the black cat girl called her. Mm-hmm. So they kind of click two and two together. And basically, Amanda. Or uh, fostered friends. Sorry, I met a or, orphan friend's mother and father when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And and uh, yeah, that she saw like who their daughter is, and it's like, oh shit! I I, don't, I why didn't I realize that? Because they did show her friend when she was a baby, mm-hmm. but she's not telling friend that because you know friend's away right now. Like as she's like leaving. Mm-hmm. As I was like, as like, as like talking to like, oh, your daughter's doing just fine. I can't wait to see how she grows. Friday and she sort of talking. And so roll Chris, Symmetra continues. And then we go, then there's an after credit. Uh, you see Fran pulling Asta, uh, basically hover like, like, like surfing with Marada! Marada! But no, she's flying with the sword like a surfboard. She's doing that shit. Oh, okay. she's. Yeah, no, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, ah, oh, yeah, it's awesome. And then uh, she sees a, a castle in the sky, and then she's about to go to it. It's a good she's, song. Uh, castle yes. in the sky. Talk about, uh, talk, about, talk about the movie too. Was... Do we feel castle? Yeah, this. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, this. Uh, this little undead thing knocked her down. She starts crashing through the roof of this house, and then she sees the person that summoned this undead thing. They gave their, they gave this guy a glare, and you see a two B continue. That's when we get to see announcements. I thought it was fun. Uh, nothing great. I am looking forward to more. I love the duo of Fred and Shiso. Mm-hmm. I give it, I give it a three and a half. Okay. Nice cool. start. All right, last one for me. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm. I love this. We bit the word left off with the finale. Uh, the treehouse is basically done. Uh, Ray give, gives gives for the honor of. Of screwing in the last screw and then they're done. Mm. So I thought it was kind of nice because it all started with the one screw that Sarah botched in the old, in the in like the first episode, mm-hmm. and now she's doing it again in the last episode. But she does it properly. It's neat. It's all done. Beautiful treehouse. They all go inside. They're all proud of the work they're doing. They're doing with it, and now they're getting the one gets stuff set up because they want. The, it still has to be an official club. It's an official club yet. Mm. So. 
So they're so they're not worried about that right now. They're gonna get to it eventually. But it's now just hang it out party. It's a uh, Jabko's last day with them because she's going back home. Mm. She's going back to the UK or wherever she's started job coach at AEW. So <laughs> job is a big thing. She's now all elite. <laughs> all Jobco is all elite. Jobco. That sounds like that sounds like the, the the that's that's what they should rename the wig the wingman since they're a bunch of jobbers. Jobco. <laughs> or uh the factory. The Jobco factory. Hey. But um you go. But yeah, but yeah, they're doing a little farewell party party for Jobco. They all give her little parting gifts and then uh yeah, she's almost about to cry. I was like, oh. And then Sarah was like, oh, don't be sad that I fainted. Did Jocko just fucking pushes her like she punched her almost? Like, no, stop it. I'm not crying. So uh, I, I got a little chuckle out of that. And then uh, we get to Jocko packing up with uh, then Miko is still right there with her. So it's like, you got, like, you did a lie. We're going to miss you type of thing. And then Jocko's like, you know, you don't have to like lie and stuff like that to save her. Like, I know you, like, you know, you love hanging out with her again. Because again, mm-hmm. they were friends as they were friends younger, but you know, Miku's a Sundere. Mm-hmm. Not the not the horny Sundere, like a typical classical Sundere type of friend type. Right. Right. Like uh, we don't see those often. It's, it's, always, it's always a harm type. But, uh, so that was a profession. But uh basically basically Jocko that wants Miku to actually like be more honest with herself type of thing than how she is towards her friends type of thing. And then she doesn't want uh and basically she opened up about how she always wanted to build a treehouse because that was something her and her mom did before the mom passed away. Mm-hmm. And then after the mom passed away, Jopko's father was really like distant towards her and all that. Like, like about like he was he was depressed. Mm-hmm. So basically, she's like, "I can't wait to go back home. I can't. I can't. I can't wait to tell dad about it. we built the treehouse. I think that would make him happy. That's something I, I, that I did with mom." Mm-hmm. So all that, and then you see her go on her little private plane. Everyone, and she says she'll says she'll she'll come back like at some point, like visit type of thing. And everyone says you're always welcome. We hope you come back soon. Mm-hmm. And so that's all. They're all seeing her off. And then uh, Miku was like talking to Seraphine like over the like through the window because they're next door neighbors too. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, basically, hey, we should go to the clubhouse together. Like just mm-hmm. you and me. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, well, like but. Clubs off, like it's okay. Like I, the stuff I want to do with just you. Hey, it's not like go. that. Here we go, baby. <laughs> as a fate, ba- as a fate, even Bash thought there's gonna be a little Yuri bait going on between them for hey, how like for, for like how they were, especially it's the handholding shit. I kind of thought a little bit, but in a wholesome manner. But basically, uh, Miku brought Seraph over to the clubhouse because she wants to build uh, like the little bench, like the swing bench type thing for the for the for the for the, for the clubhouse, like something that they wanted they wanted together when they were younger. But now they're gonna finally build it. And then uh, they they again, uh, no one's really fucking up. It's all job done. It takes it takes the whole day. Um, and Miku starts opening up about herself. She starts apologizing to Seraph about. I'm sorry that I called DIY like dumb, moldy, old tech type shit. Yes, basically. And she'll know how much she had. And she said she was basically sorry for being like distant. It was more of because she would always look after Seraphu when they were younger, like all the time, all putting bandages, bandages on her, hanging out of her, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And when they started middle school, Seraphu said to her, like, I'm going to be okay type of thing. Like I can handle myself, 
And Miku kind of took that as I don't need you anymore type of thing. Even though that really wasn't the case. It's more of I'm going to start. Is this more I want to start taking care of more of myself? And then Seraphim was like, I did say that. Oh, you did it. Oh, hey. And this, but basically, he's talking about like how. And then, yeah, Seraphim opens up about how much she just loves hanging out with her. This, she loves spending time with her. She's glad she was able to do this with her, even though they are in different schools. You know, her school's across the street from the other one. And yeah, so they're, they're like, they're, they're fully rekindled. We get, we get the credits. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. Uh, I really enjoyed it. If you are into Slice of Life, this is something I would recommend. I give mm-hmm. it a four and a quarter. I love the characters. Like the, the animation style was really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the chemistry of all the girls was good. Uh, mm-hmm. it had a, it had a nice pace. Um, I there's really nothing wrong with it, but I just wouldn't call it perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's one of those comfy ones. Yeah, it's a really comfy one, but it's just. It wasn't just about building stuff like how so like you learn basics of fish and stuff like that in the in like half in like almost half the episode, mm-hmm. and this just focused on the characters and they're just building stuff. Right. So I like that. I like that balance they had with it. Right. So yeah, I know we're not gonna get a season two, it, and it ended nicely. I have zero no complaints. What did you give it? I said four and a quarter. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah four and a quarter. I'm busy trying to pin our show to the uh, to the group. Pin the featured. Yes. Pin the featured. Alrighty, shall we get to some reviews of what we're watching together? Yes, uh, we should. Uh, we have no Gundam because they took a week off. Yes, thank God. So yeah, so that's one across it off the list. Let's Aye. go. To, let's go to the ones that are the penultimates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let's go. With, let's go with Shadow. Let's go with Shadow. Yeah, I was gonna say because it's not a penultimate. Yeah, it's just we went, we went edgy again. Kind of. Kind of. Like what happened? I love the beginning. Are you talking about you talking about the hot tub? Mm, no, I was, about the, I was talking about the thong. No, that was last week. No, oh, that was the previous episode. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah, the hot, the hot tub was okay, but you know you don't see nothing. I know, but it's not a Mandy Sachs video. No, basically, uh, says going to the hot tub, he's relaxing, and then uh, what is the girl? Was it the princess or princess? Yeah, so it's Alexia. She's in Alexia, yeah, Alexia. She's like glares at Sis, like, How are you just like, how are you just going here, bare ass naked, not even looking? Well, they didn't explain it. Is that like a is that a a, a, a shared like a communal tub, or is that did he purposely walk into the field? I think it's just a co ed type thing, it's a co ed tub, right? That's what yeah. I thought. I thought he just—it's like I was like, oh, it's probably a co-head tub. Oh no, it's probably fucking like this guy would be ballsy enough to fucking go and. Uh, no, he just. I, I, I think I think he's just a co-head bathhouse. But no, uh, he's like talking about how he just enjoys hot springs. He's naked, no yep. towel. Yeah. Just goes in casually. Nothing's like he's all yep. alone. But no, fucking Alexi's right in the corner. Yeah. It's like glare, like. And then he's surprised that he's not fucking oogling her. Yeah, and then he's like, he's like I, I don't like to stare at people. It makes things weird for everybody. He's like, I, I like, I enjoy, like, I go to the bathhouse as a lone time. <laughs> yeah, and then, and she's fucking talking about. Well, first, Alexi's talking about this uh, tournament that's going on. Yep. He's like, yeah, you can't join it. I'm not in it. I'm just watching. Yep. And then all of a sudden, since it talks about his Excalibur, <laughs> yes, this just stands up like, yeah, <laughs> shing. 
he's just fucking hanging cock. Yeah, talk about it. You can't sh- you can't sheave this shit. No, he's like <laughs> when he's like when Excalibur is at, at uh, unsheath. He's fucking swinging dong. He's fucking and Alexia is just like. Yeah, and then and then to add more to this, he turns around. You see the towel whips it between his legs. Yep, covers his ass. Like, what the fuck is happening? Hey, that's slick, bro. It is slick. Like, is this a different show? It's slick. I mean, hey, I wish it was a hentai. I mean, if yeah, Alexia probably be jilling in the fucking thing. You had you had to know that. I was reading a Korean manhwa, and the, the fucking girl likes to fucking masturbate. That's what she does. She'll like think about like getting fucked and think about like these crazy situations, and she's just fucking like doing it for herself. While her parents are in like the other room or some shit, you're grown. By the way, that's the good thing about Korean uh, about Korean hentai guys is that they're all college age students. It's not high school. It's not lolly. They're all college age students. Yes, nineteen to twenty three ish, twenty four ish, something like that. That that's right. The main character always comes from their from the, the military service. Always comes back from military service, and he's like, "I'm going to college now that I'm done with my required military service." And then he ends up in a horror. I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> uh, you don't want to know about fucking guy fucking a, a whole family of women, whole family, mother, sister, other sister, aunt. Don't say dog. <laughs> no, no. But he rails them all. A lot of the series are like that. Rails them all. Rails friend, them all. best friend, cousin, rails them all. Anyway. All right. Anyway, and then we're, we're 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 at the we're at the stadium. We're at the thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> we're going on we see a fucking beta there beta not a beta i said we see beta we you see said beta. a beta that could actually that has a few de- definitions i sorry we see beta there uh she's like she's like i guess because you know famous up and coming author who's pirating and- fucking at all these Amer- uh, what's going on American all uh, these uh from the other real world, world real world fucking store uh stories yeah so Alexia is like basically complaining it's like she, I, I bet you asked her out all this shit like she's like imagine all this like she has bigger tits like what the shit yep not so slime. A, yeah no that's not yeah it's not the other girl it's not the other girl those are legit. Yeah, uh, Ep- uh, Epsilon, whatever her name. I saw that clip where she's holding on to the tits in the next episode that I haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm not doing it for fun. Are you not? I I feel like you are. If I could try to cop a feel for comp- for your competition. Yeah, you're trying to get a feel. Does like are, are do, like, do yours feel nicer compared to hers? For is it more buoyant? Are they like flatter? Are, like, they, are they firm or like how, what's feel, the squish? What's the texture? What's the do you feel nip? Do you feel nip? Do you are they thicker nip? Are they like tiny nip? Yeah, yeah, the Alexia gets so jealous. She's like stomping on Beta's foot. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. Yeah, so all that's going on. Then we go to what's happened on the actual stage. It's like this, it's like this play. No, it's not a play. So what it is is basically it's a um it's a fighting competition. And what it is is these crazy like all these fighters from across the land, they pay a ridiculous amount of money to have the potential to fight a um like a a reincarnate not reincarnated like the ghost of like a mythical creature like a mythical warrior mythical figure in in this world and there's like i don't know how many fucking hundreds of people and what happens is they go up they try to summon whatever mythical creature the the goddess deems uh that they're same or similar level and no one no one is able to summon anybody actually i'm sorry one person one person is able to summon somebody and then as there, Sid is there. Sid is there in the audience, right? And he's like, "Oh, I would love to partake in this." And he's like, "Nah, I'll just for once, I'll be a batter. That's fine." 
And then they're like, but, 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 but he's like, how cool would it be though if I got in there? <laughs> yeah, right. And they're like, next contestant, Sid Cagano. Ah, ah. And he's yeah. like, well, there's option A. I go in there and I get my ass kicked. There's option B where I go in and dominate and everybody knows I'm Shadow. Or there's option C where I cause mass confusion as Shadow and still get to fight and just he chose option C. And so he disappears. Shadow comes down from the heavens, draws his fucking mythical sword out of fucking out of magic. And out comes the the what is it? The witch of destruction. Yep. The witch of destruction, this mythical creature that no one not not many people know about that was like a like global level calamity of doom and destruction hence her name the witch of destruction and we see her go crazy we see some of the craziest attacks that we've seen in the show and uh shadow is just running and meanwhile by the way alexia and and everybody is shocked like oh my god it's shadow it's shadow and then um the uh the 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 current like acting priest because in the previous episode as we know or i don't know if we mentioned it or glossed over that in the previous episode but the priest of the church uh, was murdered and i believe she was murdered by alpha or he was murdered by alpha if i remember that correctly but regardless we know that the the acting uh the acting pontiff of the of the religion is crooked he sends somebody to go fetch shadow um and everyone's shocked except for beta beta's like oh it's shadow but she in her head she's like oh perfect timing i can't wait to see what my master is gonna do and so shadow's on the defensive the whole time running around dodging but he's loving it He's like, I haven't gotten to express my fighting style in a while, and this woman understands me. She realizes that a, a good battle is nothing but a nice conversation amongst people that enjoy violence. And this is how we get to express our conversation, and we're having a great conversation. And eventually Shadow's like, all right, I'm good. And he fucking one slices this woman, this mythical god of destruction, basically. One slices her. She disappears. Everyone is shocked. Shadow's like, I'm good, disappears, and everyone is left in a state of confusion. Which, by the way, is hard to do because there's a, a basically like a magical barrier that surrounds the, the Colosseum that they're yeah. in that basically prevents any of these fucking crazy battles from ex exiting and affecting fans or any of the people in the town. However, Shadow does something when he leaves. He basically uses uh, some sort of insane magic. And the gates to basically the gates to hell, the, the gates to the to the, where these people are summoned from, they open. End episode. Yeah, uh, that was the nice part. That happened. And so I haven't seen the next episode, Matt. So I guess do we get crazy mythical creatures in the uh, or I didn't, I didn't see it yet. I waited. Oh, you so, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I skipped it. Sorry, I thought it was just me. My bad. We no, 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 no. I no. So you said you weren't going to. I was like, I'm not going to. Hey, Yoshirai, I have it. Yoshirai. All right, sorry. All right, so we move on. Uh, two year eternity because this is also not a penultimate. Yes. We start to crazy shit in the beginning. Mm -hmm, the church, mm -hmm. the church in, in the church of bed. The knockers are attacking right away. People are dying. Left uh, and right. Is just trying to escort people. They're trying to help people escape. Yep. Uh, he eventually gets to some people and then he starts healing someone. Mm -hmm. And, and then, there's a fuck ton of knockers because he kills oh, one yeah. and they're like, there's 287 more knockers to go. What? Yeah, they're there. They're, they're stepping up. All these yeah, knockers. Big time. But uh, but yeah, now because of this, uh, Fushi sees uh, someone by themselves. Mm -hmm. So he so he's going to go help them mm -hmm. and a knocker and a knocker gets him. Guess that form. And that's a theme of uh 
That's the theme of it. Yeah, we might as well get. Yeah, we might as well just go over it in these battles because he's basically by himself in essence because Bond and them couldn't make it in time. Yeah. Um, he loses Gugu. Uh, what's her face? Um, not Pioran, the uh, other one. Per- uh-huh. Perona. 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 Um, Tonari. Uh, Tonari. Uh, uh, one more. Uh, the fat guy. The fat guy from the island. The fat boy. The the fat dude from the island. I know he lost the Falcon, and he lost the Falcon too. Yeah, he lost so... the Falcon. And he lost the fat guy. So he lost in one battle. He killed all the almost all the knockers by himself, and he lost five of his of his uh, beings, including three his three of his most powerful ones. Yep, he lost three of his most powerful ones. Yep, and then uh, and that knocker got away. Yep. So so he can't get him back until he kills it for now. Yeah, for now. So right now he doesn't have it. Uh, he loses memories of them too. That's... And he was smart. He wrote them down on like a chart, and he's like, "Oh, these are all my beings that I have." Yeah, but and you find out them out, and he's like, "I don't remember any of them." Yep. So that you realize that even even though he writes them down, it doesn't help. Yep. He I feel like he's. I, I feel, I feel like I feel like he's going to slowly learn. As I feel like that's kind of the feeling. Like he's going to learn about memori- memorizing them, even if they're gone. Well, he sees their figurines, so there's something there already. But I feel like it'll be like you'll see like like a small image of them or something, like a flash. Yeah, yeah. But and then the the knocker that's on that guy's arm, he yep. starts writing stuff down. Says, "Oh, if you want them back, come to this area." Yep. It's like if you want to see these, like if you want your forms back, like play this game with us. So uh, basically, Fushi goes there alone. Bad idea. And then. Uh, yeah, bad idea because uh, even Bond realizes this because mm-hmm. uh, the the one that guy's talk, is uh, talking to him. It's like they said, "Why a swamp?" And now we know why. Steps mm-hmm. on it; it's not safe. He could easily be be sunk in, and he is. And lost another form. Lost a few forms. He lost March, the bear, Pioran, Pioran. and uh, the medic. Yes, the, med- the Tonari's uh, assistant. Yeah, lost him too. Yep. So all this is going on. He's like struggling to get out. And then all of a sudden we see this horse. A mythical white horse. And I thought it was Horsey that um that Bond's sister picked out at first. No, uh I think that's uh I think that's Pioran. No, do you think the horsey is Pioran? Remember, she told the she yeah, told the guy, she, it. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah, like I want something either way to look after him. Yeah. I feel like that's I know she had a human body at that episode, but I feel like no, also, are you talking about the horse that he received from from Black Guy? Yeah. No, so Black Guy explained it that basically we I thought it was horsey that the that Bond sister picked out. No, what it was is that um it is a it basically uh what's his face the the Black Guy um he pulled a piece of Fushi's flesh and used it to create the horse and he's like I've had it for a while I was meaning to give it to you if you ever needed it he ended up needing it. And you yeah. see the horse, like, you think the horse is dead. Nope, the horse is alive. You see the horse get stabbed. Nope, the horse's stab wound. Fucking yeah, like, 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 the, like the knocker can't take it. It, it yeah. can't transform. Yeah. So basically, he, um, it can't pick up any, like, uh, it can't pick up any forms, but it can't die either, basically. Yeah. And so, uh, and, it, and this horse is also, like, trying to guide him, like, basically, every time Fuji tries to make a decision, like, pulls on him, like, no, that type of thing. Yeah. So basically, then Fushi starts thinking about what to do, and then he has a plan, and he says to the creator, 
It's like, can I sense people like you do? Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a way to do it. So this is what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to take a part of you that you're basically going to sense it. Yeah. Concentrate. Try and find it. He does yeah, it relatively it, quick. He finds out basically that the the rope on his original Fushi character is cut. Yeah. So yeah, because it basically basically like you, I'm like I like how the creators actually helping him out a little. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, oh yeah, you, like, like, yeah, you can do this stuff. You can because so, we already know the creators using Fushi. Oh yeah, whatever exactly. creator good it is or bad. Yeah, like especially, with, especially yeah. with the knockers. Like <laughs> yeah, because again, they blamed him too. So yeah. So basically, the Fushi was able to uh, kill that knocker finally. But it's the... not the knocker that stole his his important. Five the, the, uh, yeah. So, but he got the one. He got those back. That's not he got the those ones. ones back. Yes. Yeah. And so basically, the knocker they yeah. they're blaming the guy's knocker. Like you lied to us. And no. Then... So you basically no. After the fact, um, Bon and Kohaku show up. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, here, use this armor to face the knocker, so it can't penetrate you." And he's like, "I already killed it." Yeah, like, with, oh, with okay. a fucking with a fucking giant spear type thing. Yeah, basically. No, yeah, iron. Did, yeah, he basically did that. And um, what's it called? So they yeah, have the a knocker plan. start. Yeah, well, also the knocker. He starts writing stuff down. Says, "In one yeah. year, I'm going to this place. We're going to kill people." And not only is it just a place; it's the biggest town in the world. Yep, the most populated place in that continent. Yeah, the most populated city in that continent. And we're gonna kill all those people, and we're gonna kill the we're gonna kill this traitor knocker. Yep. So basically, that knocker is excommunicated now, in a way. Yep. And so basically, so Bond is gonna lead the charge while Fushi trains. Yes, and they give Fushi a giant boat full of animals and food and other training like things. I yep. guess. But, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, uh, Fushi said he needed a boat because yep. that that'll be the big advantage against the knockers. Yep. See. So so Bon so Bon actually had one because he was trying to build the kingdom and yeah, the boat made, but everything didn't go so well. So you can have this boat. Basically, do yeah. Basically, do, which by the way, I want to know. I thought about this after the fact. I was like, yo, if he's had this for so long, and there's live animals and shit in there, who's been taking care of them? How long have they been alive? Plot hole. I feel like they put him in recently. No, he said he had that for a while. But I think the animals though. Maybe. Maybe call the or favorite. they or or they found their way in, like they walked in or something. No, fucking squatters. But no, I think. But yeah, I feel like he... <laughs> pay okay. your rent, Devin. <laughs> okay. No, no, but I think Bob put a couple. Of... Sure, let's say that. Yeah, we'll say that for right now. But no, basically use this like build you have have you surrounded. That way you can actually build the boat. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, so while doing that, Bob's gonna try to fight the knockers. Till then, so that ends the episode there. I like that it's finally like picking up the way it's. It's good. It's solid. Yeah, this is so, way better than season one for me. Yeah, way so better. I, so one. I can't wait to have them keep. Already, our next non-penultimate, My Hero Academia. So fucking good. If it wasn't for Bleach, this would probably be number one. Truth be told. Oi! Stop it! Does your cat eat random shit off the floor? Like it? Like it no, they like they like they, like they like they no, they like to attack shit on the floor. No, like, there's nothing on my floor except dust and dirt. If there's any sort of crumbs when I eat my lunch here, it's centered around my desk. This motherfucking cat just likes to go around the room just licking the... Like, dude, what the fuck is uh, wrong with my cat? Like, uh, you think you think I starve him like a fucking poor yeah. guy or something? No, uh, he no. may... No, he may is kind of like that. I think the fact that she was a stray for so long is basically... That makes sense. She wants to eat food as much as she can because you never know what it's going to be a last. It's that mentality when she was. My cat has never been astray. 
He was abused oh, as a cat a little yeah. as, a, as a, yeah. a little bit yeah. from what I was told. But I mean, yeah. god damn. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, every time he made sees any type of food, he'll find a way to get it's not for him. <laughs> it's not for her. God damn it, stop it. But no, well, well, but well, but we're hoping we get her out of that house. Yeah. What are you looking for? Piece of shit. There's no food. There's nothing but dirt. Yeah, you're gonna hide. That's what you're gonna do. Okay, go hide underneath the fucking shoe brush. Anyway. All right. Anyway, basically, uh, basically using my cat. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, best genus is back in action. I keep wanting to say penis. It just makes sense. Best best penis. <laughs> it makes sense. It's funny. I, I, he might. He might. I don't know. <laughs> Zip. He's he's very fashionable, so he, he might be uh turning that cock somewhere. But uh... Zip. But basically, he's uh back. He's in the he's in the fray. He's in the, he's ready to fight. He's joining the fight. He's not dead. He has a uh, he has the fucking Giga. Uh, fucking just say Ma- of... What? Just say Machia. Machia. He has Machia basically tied up in, in his uh, threads. Yes. And uh, basically, he's not moving. He's not responding. And that's because... No, it's it. not that. No, incorrect. You're skipping ahead. You're skipping ahead. All right. So, basically, what happens is he gets Giga Machia in the threads. And Giga Machia, as he's trying to, like, oh, break free, break free, break free. And basically, the first part of the, of the battle is basically a, a kind of an inner strife between... Deku, who's trying to like will himself because he's severely injured and he's his pain is like at a thousand right now, so he can't yeah. hardly move. He's willing to get up and help him. And then, meanwhile, everyone's trying to get Shigaraki, give Maki a command. Ma- Maki can only go at 100% when you give him a command, inspired by his master. Give him a yeah. command, give him a command, give him a command. But... And eventually, fucking, um, we see Shigaraki kind of have like another like inner like moment between himself and his family. And he sees his mother there and you see him as a child scratching because he doesn't know what his quirk is, but it's fucking him up. And then he gets a flashback of his father who abused him. And he's like, yes, that's right. Destroy, destroy everything. And he says that out loud, clear enough for Makia to fucking hear him. And Makia takes that as a command. Makia starts breaking Genus's threads, starts going, starts going ham. And then as shit is about to get real, he collapses. And the reason why he collapses is because it took a lot longer than what it was because it was only a single vial. But the anesthesia from a few uh, episodes ago that they threw into his mouth, that um, that rock solid, what's his name? Which one? The the uh, not steel guy, the 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 guy who's like super hard skin. Hiroshima. Yeah, that he threw into uh, Gigamaki's mouth. Yeah, anesthesia finally kicked in, and he's finally falling asleep. He's not totally asleep. But they basically have to they subdued him, significantly subdued him. Yep. Meanwhile, while this is happening, we see fucking Dobby and Shoto going at it. Dobby and Shoto are going at it. Dobby and Shoto are going at it back and forth, back and, and forth. And he's still trying to tell Endeavor to snap at it. And Dobby, they look, I look at Dad. Look at his face. He's broken. He's like, I wonder what he'll look like when I kill you. Like he's off the wall. He's snapped. He's lost. He's, like, he's like, well, he can't be saved. <laughs> he can't be saved. Or so we think. Or so yeah. we think. But uh, before that, though, uh, basically we see Nomos. Yes. On the other side, they're going in action now. Yes, and, and the other heroes are trying to fight in. Yep. But we see something. We see something. We see a flash, and everyone's like, "What?" And if you caught the flash, you know who it is. But 
again, before Machia starts, before he's about to go to sleep, he's again, shit is getting real. Shit is getting real. Yeah. There's no moves everywhere. Like things are looking really bad, looking really, really bad. Dobby's, Dobby's about to kill fucking uh, Shoto. Everything is real bad. And all of a sudden we see that flash and it kicks the fuck out of Anomu. And what was it that kicked the fuck out of Anomu, Matt? Lemillion. Lemillion yeah. is back. He screams oh, power. Shit. Power! Yep. Kabooey! Whoa! And then we get a flashback of what happened. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you Basically, they're in, the, they're in those classroom dorms. Yeah. Eri's there. And uh, this is a couple days before the raid. Yeah, and then Aizawa is like talking to the plan. Yeah, and then Lemillion's like talking to Eri. He's like, No, he's, he's, he's like, I want to help. I want to help. He's like, You can't. And he goes to Eri. He's like, Listen, it sounds like I'm using you. I'm so sorry, but, but I want you to use your rewind powers on me. And Eri, with a cutest smile, looks at him and basically, like, That's why said, I've been, that's why I was practicing. <laughs> that's why I've been practicing this whole time. And he used his powers, rewound those six months ago. Yeah, crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't a couple days, but it was before the. Uh, it was before. Was it Kushu? Not Kushu. Um, the. Um, was it? It was right. I don't remember when it was, but it was. Yeah, it was. It was the battle beforehand. So basically, it was like the battle. I was saying, about say, about say, say, about say that she got re, she got rewind. She, he got rewinded by six months because that was when he. Oh, he got rerounded by six months. Oh, I thought he. I yeah, thought yeah. No, 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 no. He no, he he. That lost, was like twenty four hours before the battle. Yeah, I thought yeah, I heard yeah, that. No, 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 no. He lost. No, he lost his powers like six months. So she got rewinded. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. So she was rewinded. Which is incredible. That. Like she's grown. She's more open. She's more. Like, I wonder how scared. long that took. I wonder how long that took and how much that took. Him. Well, they rescued her from the time that uh, Nighthawk died, which was in four. I think was season four. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. And that was like what a year. Uh, it was still six months. Well, has it really only been six months in that yeah. show? Wow. Yeah, it was just six months. <laughs> okay, well then it took her six months. Because she started. It was like four to five months. Because even then, they for the first month she was like out of it, and then they, she was still timid. They didn't want to push yeah. her, and then slowly, like I believe it was like in the middle of episode five or like or season five rather, you see her beginning yeah. the train, and then we see that in the flashback as well. Like she was doing really well. They would basically have her regrow like lizards' tails, like basically yeah. de, de, uh, amputated pieces of animals. She was able to successfully rewind them, and so they basically, all right, well, this is the big test. Let's see. And she rewound fucking Lemillion. Lemillion comes, saves the fucking day. But not only does he save the day, he inspires Deku. Deku gets up, and we yeah. see Shoto about to die. And then we see Deku save him, and he's using float. And he has no use of his limbs because his limbs are shot. Yeah. But he's able and to also, and also, and also, Lemillion even says like he's not strong enough as like to help out fully. Like he can't. He's like, I can't one shot a Nomu, but I'm gonna do what I can. And then fucking, awesome and so and so now Bakugo comes in. Yes, <laughs> to get to make to make the save. And he's like talk about his uh, murder type name, even though yeah. when Genius was about to like praise him, like you mature, like that's not maturity at all. Like, that's, that's, like, a, I love Ida. He's like that's a cool name, murder, death, God, supreme Lord. So they, like people need humor right now, so it's okay. Yeah, it was a little bit. It, of it, it's a fade. Uh, his original. I don't know if that's. This is one hundred percent true. His original hero name was supposed to be Ground Zero. Can't say that. Yeah, that's why. But that, but that would make sense. But it would, but eh. you, you can't say it now. I mean, you know, you could say it in Japan, I guess, because they have obviously less of an affliction toward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, if it's going to an American audience, eh, yeah, not yeah, too no. good. But, but no. So what this does basically is does two things. Basically, 
um genus is uh able to hold gigamachia he's able to find resolve because of lamillion and because of the battle and he tightens everybody's bonds um including the league of villains and we see deku and we see bakugo and finally we see endeavor begin to stir he sees yeah. motivated by deku who's already fucked yeah, up yeah like, fucked yeah he up. like yelled at him like that you're like like snap, like a snap out of it type of thing he snapped out of it and he's beginning to stir he's beginning to try and get up and then the episode ends with uh, the mask guy from the League of uh, League of Villains. I forget his name. I forgot his name too, but it's like it's showtime. He's like, you're about to see the greatest show ever. Credits. All Fan right. Uh, I want. Uh, it's only 13 episodes in. I want to give it a five because yeah. it's so fucking good. Uh, it's 13 episodes in is the best fucking. It's the best season already of my hero ever. Right. Uh, but okay. Uh, since we didn't talk about the penultimate of this, so this is uh, artifacts, uh, mm. love flops. It was not a penultimate. That's only episode ten. Penultimate. I was about to say, I, I, I've seen the pen. I've seen the penultimate, but you haven't. Oh, so we're, so, so we're gonna talk about last week. Okay. Is it before well, we before we actually review the penultimate? Yeah, that'll be next week. Well, we'll get a double. We'll get a penultimate. And a penultimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get. A, uh, yeah, penultimate. Uh, base. You talking about episode ten? I'm talking, but I'm talking about. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about episode ten real quick. But I'm yeah, saying like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're thinking about the penultimate. With, with, with how everything's going, it's like basically go outside and touch some fucking grass, Asahi. Go outside and touch some grass. Basically, that's what I'm basically getting. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like I wrote in our chat, basically this show is going to be uh, an introduction to how you can live in a in a virtual world and fall in love in a virtual world with non-real characters. I, know, I think it's getting closure from I dying. Well, that's going to be the overall grand scheme of it, because you know she's yeah. eye is going to be destroyed, and the, I think the world's going to be destroyed anyway. But this is kind of going to be like an introspective idea for Asahi to kind of understand himself as a man in a way, yeah. um, and and get that closure from his best friend dying after all these years or however many years it was since she passed away versus right. high school life. But basically, uh, Asahi he's now in the virtual world again. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he's like it's it's quiet, too quiet. Yep. They get chased. Then, I mean, you could we could do this pretty fast because we don't yeah. really love love flops. Basically, the, it's too quiet. Uh, we see the robots already being afflicted by the deletion program. E- they chase even, after even the people that are in the that are in the past simulation. The dog, the horny dog that raped yep. people. Yeah, it, it, it claimed another victim. Yoshino. Uh, Yoshio, yeah. Yoshi. No, it's Yoshino. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's Yoshino. Yeah, so Yoshino. Uh, is with him and he turns into boy Yoshino. They're both butt ass naked, totally irrelevant. Anyway, yeah. they basically dive into like a lake to the try water. and save themselves into water and they end up finding a mystical portal. Oh, no, sorry, they didn't find it. One of the girls opened the portal, I think, for them, right? Yeah, um, yeah, the Amelia. Amelia opened the portal for them. They end up back in the dorm room, um, or one in Asahi's room. They're both naked. They're both, oh my god, Come why are you naked? Why are you naked? But basically, Asahi reunites with the girls. They find out that I is in like a center location in this in this virtual universe, and she's heavily guarded. Um, and so, or Aoi, it's, even though it's I, it's Aoi because she's the fifth girl missing. So it's Aoi yeah. that's there. Aoi's in the center world, you know, missing. Blah blah blah. And so, and they're both talking about if something happens to them. Yep. That's it. Yep. Especially Asahi. Like he yep. like he won't be able to come back. Yep. And if the AIs die, they're gone. They del- they're deleted. Yep. So they're so they're making their way through. Uh, we see Mongfa's little enemies, even the robot type looking one, the Jats guy, whatever. Yes. 
So basically, they're all going through. Uh, now everyone has a transformation. We do. We do about. We we knew about Kyra, but now Ilya and Amelia. Yes. They all had the little transformations. Uh, Amelia's a, a grand wizard. Yes. Ilya is. That was a new transformation. I was like, where did that come from? Yeah. What 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 was uh Ilya's? No clue. Basically, they dressed up like power, like uh, Powerpuff, not Powerpuff Girls. Um, like Sailor uh, Moon. They're 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 like Isekai characters. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, Reminds me of Sailor Moon. They're like, oh, they're all Sailor Moon in a way. Yeah. Uh, basically, they're all fighting their way through all this shit. They find mm-hmm. the first portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they type in stuff in to open the gates. Um, but Mongfa doesn't go. Yes. Basically, he's telling. Uh, did you hold on? Did you say that they're basically in a like a um. They're gonna and it, I, well. Let me ask you this because you saw the penultimate. They're going back to locations, and I think they are because I saw the the clip of Amelia and or not clip. I saw a picture of Amelia and um and Asahi, and I imagine that's where Amelia probably dies because I think this is basically gonna be the uh this is gonna be the theme. Basically, they're gonna end up in locations where those um where those individual stories where they took place or where the the center of those of those interactions took place. That's where they have to go back. Where it's and where each of those interactions happened is where everybody dies, in essence. No, no, no. Okay, well, Mungfa dies here. Yeah, basically, yeah. She uh, basically tells Ahi, I say to go. Basically, gives him that one kiss. Yes. Talks about how she loves him and all that. And it's real love. She basically said that yeah, we were programmed, and it was a confirmation because earlier in the episode, Asahi asked Yoshino like they were programmed to love me. They didn't really love me, and she's like, yeah, you're right. And so um, Mongfa hears this, but and she does some introspective in between the battle. But basically, she says like, "Hey, listen, like you know, no matter what, love is love." And at the end of the day, um, yes, I was programmed to love you, but I learned on my own that the love that I feel for you is real love, and it's from me. It's from what I want and what I feel, not from anything that I or Aoi is telling us or anything the programmers told us. Um, and she basically pushes Asai into the portal. They can't go back to save her. Yeah, she, she, yeah she's, she's masters, so they can't go through. The uh, yep. other ASA are trying to take him out. Yep. And so, she, yep, she fights. She world. basically fights them all, and that area gets basically deleted. Yes. Cue, up, cue credits. Like, like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> this had, I don't know. Uh, it's so okay. weird. It's weird. It's gonna it be is, a three. It's, it's, it's gonna go above it, a three. It's it is what. It yeah, is. it's just not how I expected any of it to go. Not at all. Not at all. And it's not the worst thing you could watch for sure. But it's not gonna be. No, I don't. Do. I don't regret watching it, but it's just very I unexpected. Turn. I kind of do, bro. If I honestly, if I knew that this is how it was gonna be, I wouldn't have done. It. But we didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah, they waited. Yeah, so. they, they they took their time with that. Yeah, it's all right. Alrighty, uh, let's move on. Uzaki Chan, so good. This was actually really good. Yes, so good, so good. So basically, what happens is Uzaki um, is still. Or I'm sorry, um, uh, Sakurai is still mad at Uzaki, and um, Uzaki's trying to get in her good graces. And so um, Yanagi has the brilliant idea, like, all right, it's time for me to to step up. And so and she, then Hannah's like, don't do it. Yep. So basically, she shows up at the at the uh, at the house, the cafe. Um, sorry, the cafe. Sorry, in the house, the cafe, and says, "Hey, senpai, can I come to your house on New Year's Eve? Oh, sorry, on Christmas Eve, and we hang out. You like games?" And then, and and then Hannah's like, "She is seven years older than you. Don't." <laughs> yeah, and even and, even Sakurai's like, "I don't know 
about that? And she's like, oh, and, then, be fun. and then the daughter and the daughter's like, yeah, basically yeah. they're like, oh, <laughs> the sibling, only a sibling can do this. Okay, and so, um, to save herself, basically, um, what's it called? And throughout this, like interaction between him and yanagi yeah um, and then uh he's like, like i was gonna this... i was planning to lift the band anyway but all right you know let's see yeah so and then... and i was like yeah. so i fuck all this how about instead you guys go to our house like Except you, go to, you our come house. to our house i'll cook with with uh with my mom and we have uh christmas eve at our house and he's like okay well if you're okay with that that's fine you know and so he shows up and the first person to greet them at the door is fujio fujio <laughs> And Fujio and Sakurai look at each other like, huh? Huh? Eh? 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 <laughs> and the rest of the episode is hilarious because this Fujio thing. is pissed. Like, Fujio's the, like, no, you're I, the motherfucker that's trying to fuck my daughter, you fucking rat bastard. And yeah, as he's, he's sitting like, there, he realizes, yeah. oh shit, I told him, I told him no, that no. my daughter likes him. Oh no! And, and he's like, I was like, please don't. Say like, please don't say anything. Please, says, like, we're gonna have a one-on-one talk. So he pulls him to yeah. the side. He's like, "You remember that?" So, yeah. So him? now, yeah. So now he's not. Now he's not into like hating him. He's just like saving his own ass. Yeah. He's like, so listen. Like, if Anna knows that I talked about her to you in the gym and told her what I told, well, told you what I told, what I was talking about her, she'll hate me forever. Let's make her happy. Let's not bring up anything. We're good. He's like, all right, no problem. But over the course of the like of the yeah so yes yeah, so, now fa- so now the fact that it's in Sakurai's head he can't stop yeah. thinking about it he can't think about it he's like yo like oh shit she really likes me oh man and he starts he's stressed and so he has another one on one with Fujio and he's like I I tried but I can't get my mind off of the conversation it's like so it's fun. impossible to forget so and I can only get drunk too so he's like I have an idea I'm gonna get pissed drunk because when I black out I forget shit. And Fujio's like, yes, drink all the alcohol I have. If that's not enough, yes. I will run to the store and buy more. Drink. I, was like, I was like, that's a bro right there. <laughs> that's a bro for real, dude. Holy and shit. so he gets pissed drunk. But the unexpected happens, Matt. He Well, fir- well first, uh, Fujio's just thinking, so he doesn't like my daughter? <laughs> like He was thinking, like, they're just yeah. friends type of thing. And then, then Sakurai starts drunk talking. He and he's starts talking to... spilling his soul. He first off, he thanks her like he wanted to in the first place. Yeah, and then he mentions he's like, "Listen," and he has an honest. This is an, and this is the first time that he's ever really talked about his parents to anybody on the show. And he's like, yeah, "You know, he's... my dad was a piece of shit, and he loves women and fucking, and he really drove me away from wanting to be that way. But in the process, I became really bad with women." But there's one thing that he told me that really makes sense and sticks out. And that's if I don't do things properly with you, you're going to have problems with other people in the future um, because of our relationship. And I was really thinking that I should do things properly with you if you're okay with that. And everyone is shocked. Um, Suki loves it. Yanagi's recording, which is fucking hilarious. I didn't yeah. notice that until toward the end of the episode. She was yeah, recording. And then Fuji was like, he really does love her. He loves her. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, end episode. Man. Oh man, I can't wait. Yeah, these last two episodes were really good. Really, really good. It felt like season one Uzaki, and like that's good. This is better than season one. But I was like these episodes. It was like it was in that quality. Like these episodes. Like are we gonna like, get a season we were... three? Probably I not. Think I think we are. Depends on how this ends. I think it's gonna end with. I mean, we already know how that night ends because in the flash forward from episode one, they end up sleeping together. Right. Because he obviously she probably takes him home because he's too right. drunk. So, so she, yeah, she's gonna have to do that. It's not an etchy, they're not gonna hook up. 
And it's probably going to be some shit like, I forgot everything. Oh, duh, duh, duh. like, you know, because he really got pissed drunk. And then it, it's going to, I think they're going to have a season three. Because I, like I said, I think they're going to drag this out until he graduates because he, he's one year older. So he graduates before her. That's true. Okay. I so I think it. they're, I think it's, it's going to drag out till he, he'll, till he graduates. And then when they, when he graduates, they'll be together. Uh, moving on. Rave of the Inner Palace. Pretty solid. Yeah. You I, liked I, it more I, than I did. You liked it more than I did, but I still liked it. Yeah. Like I said, this is probably the best episode of the show. It's tough. Again, it's just learning more about the backstory, like we actually how everything is coming into play, of what and of why everything's happening. But first, uh, before we get into that, uh, basically we find out what's been going on and what's that? What's the what's the owl? The owl. Just call him the owl. I, it, yeah, dude, it's so tough to know these Japanese names or Chinese, sorry, Chinese names. names. Chinese names. Yeah. So the owl so is like is the one that was manipulated. This woman who went to. Yeah, so they basically they tie the story together. Jujitsu, uh, jujitsu, wow, <laughs> Jusetsu basically says, Hey, you left this coming toward me, and she's like, Yeah, you didn't fulfill my request. But the owl, um, he did, did. and we find out the story of what happened. Basically, he gets a lock of, of her dead brother's hair, and the owl makes a clay doll, and it's a living thing of her brother, but, but it's an empty shell. It requires blood. And it requires blood to survive. And we find out that he's been killing, sacrificing animals for it. But, but he doesn't like animal blood. He likes, he likes real human blood. blood. And he's been sucking the sisters. He's been sucking her blood. So that's why yeah. he's, like, and that's he why he's been so that, frail. And he, yep. And we also find out he's the one who killed the uh, the the lady in waiting in the in the episode. Yeah, he's like, and he's telling the emperor, like, yeah. I'll make sure this doesn't happen again. Like, just type of begging, thing. begging, begging. We and they go into the room where they find him and they find the blood and they also find the uh, the eunuch that was um I forget his name, but they find the eunuch that was uh that was abducted. They free yeah. him and then basically again she's begging the emperor, please, like he's he's good, like you know he's this is my brother, I love him. And now right? and then Jujutsu Jujutsu is like saying that that's not your brother. That's your brother. It's a clay doll. Like he's not going to come back. You can't revive the dead. And then she's like, no, that's my brother. That's my brother. I love him, right, brother? And then the brother fucking bites her fucking carotid artery and she bleeds out and dies. Yeah, and then and then we got a good. And, and, and then Jujutsu shoots the arrow at him. Yeah, the Unox fight him for no avail, and they take takes, takes, takes the hair out. Yep, dead. That's it. And so, um, all's well that ends well from that standpoint for the moment. Um, Jusetsu's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go to bed." Uh, the Emperor starts walking. The Emperor's like, "She's not going to bed." Yeah, and so, you find out she's looking for the owl. Yeah, she heads to the middle of the forest, and she's like, "I'm not running. I'm not hiding. Come face me." And they're like, "Oh, you come to die, basically." But then that's where Matt said we get the backstory when we find out that the owl and the raven are actually brother and sister, and that yeah. the raven wasn't locked up underneath the palace, as the story said. The raven was sealed inside of the original raven consort, and basically the original raven consort has been in turn, maybe probably not on purpose, but all the other ravens have been sacrificed in order to keep the raven itself sealed and basically the raven kills the other raven consorts it kills the host yeah kills the host over time by taking pieces like by basically eating its soul um that's why it feels this pain and yeah especially around the new moon moon. yeah around the new moon and so we find out also that the owl isn't literally the owl because the owl is from this mythical land across the sea where the gods live and that he can't actually because of 
the law of, of nature in that universe. He yeah. can't come to the island on his own. That's why he has his own clay dolls and other figures such as that. So he can come as a proxy. And so we get a decent battle between uh, the owl and the emperor, a sword battle, but the emperor is no match because it's a God. And the owl so, his, his diatribe to Jusetsu mentions like, we can't battle. You'll never be able to defeat me as you are. You have to use, and I forget the name. Um, you have to use like basically you have to use a proxy to beat me. And so we find out when um, her her chicken or her rooster, whatever it is, yeah. attacks him. And he's like, oh, you stupid. Like and then the whatever the name of that is, he's like, you stupid block blank. And and Jusetsu puts two and two together and she realizes, oh, this is what I need to kill him with. So she takes the the, the feathers from uh, from her chicken and uses them as arrows and is able to basically defeat the owl and the owl um, as its head rolls off of the clay body whispers something to Jusetsu and that's her credits roll. I can't wait. Yeah. This season finale, it'll be good. This is one of the surprises of the season for sure. Mm-hmm. It's gone down on my list though, honestly, like, cause some of the other ones have really like peaked. And I, you, when we went over our top five, I ranked it, but I forgot that my hero isn't going to count because it's a continual. So it bumps everything up, I guess by definition, but yeah, uh, it's, I'm just worried about how are they going to do this without making it. I feel like I feel like one episode is not. A- I don't think we're going to get another season of this. No, that's the thing. I don't think we. So, are. so I'm trying to think how they're going to wrap it up in one episode. If they do it right, then you know what? Fine, good job done. But at the same time, I feel like it'll be it'll feel rushed, and I don't know how they're going to handle it. It's not going to go above four stars for me, but I've already rated it four stars. It's still a four, but. Unless something wows me, if finale we'll see. But as of right now, it's something. No, I mean if something wows me, it's going to be a four. I can't make this a five, considering who what the five. No, it, no, it's, it's not going to be a five. It won't be a five. Considering what our fives are this season, it's not. Gonna... Okay. Yeah. I found I this know. on the web for what. Shut up, Siri. All right, let's move on. Yes. More than a married couple. So good. This was nice. I can't believe I. I, I haven't rated it yet. This could be another five. It's not gonna be a five. I'm so close, dude. I want to rate it a five so bad. I want to rate it a five so how they how they do this finale. See, for I, you, the I, Raven, I, that's I, how I, I feel about that's how I feel about fucking uh, married couple. It's I, so I, just, cool. I just love how I predicted Sean's score again. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so the episode begins um, where um, fuck. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm, Jiro I'm, and Akari. Yeah. I got it. Jiro and Akari. Uh, they come back. Not not yeah. Jiro and Akari come back from their um, from their rendezvous, and people are like, "Hmm," but no big deal. Um, Jiro's tired the next day. Wakes up, sees uh, Shi- uh, Shiori, and um, basically like says like, "Hey, you know, like whatever." They have a, a nice conversation, whatever, and they move on. Um, when Jiro goes to the bathroom to brush his teeth and get you know wash his face and stuff, he sees Akari there, and him and Akari do a little bit of flirting. You know, Akari is like, you know, trying to fuck around with him a little bit, considering what happened. And Jiro's embarrassed, of course. And then uh, Akari tells Jiro, like, hey, don't tell anybody what happened. That's a secret between a husband and wife. Winky face moves on. Jiro's embarrassed, whatever. We we fast forward to a scene with Jiro and Akari. They're in the kitchen together and they're talking about that night's events. And they're basically going to do the the, the prototypical uh, test of courage. And. He's like, you know, that would be really interesting. Like, I wish I could. Uh, Shiori, sorry. Shiori's like, I wish I could be paired with you. And then, uh, what's it called? Um, Jiro's like, yeah, whoever you're paired with, they'll take the lead. It's all good. But um, what's his dick? Green-haired fuck. That's his name. Green-haired fuck. The, the nerd. <laughs> fuck. Give me a moment. 
Uh, it is Kamo. Kamo um, was in the background over here in the conversation. And he's like, listen, he's like, I can rig this for you. He's like, for a little bit of gold, whatever. Him. Yeah, for whatever like, his video game. I'll rig this for you so you and Akari can, you know, be together. You can make your move on her. Right. And so he does that and he uses um, May as a proxy for this as well. Where yeah. basically they draw lots of like, you know, like a pig, a stork, whatever the fuck, like a drawing, basically. That was their lot. So she gives he she gives him a paper of what everybody drew and he rigs it. But beforehand, Jiro asks Camo, like, hey, I appreciate you rigging it for me and Akari. I'm sorry, for me and Shiori, but I want you to to put uh tension Akari and Tenjin, yeah. Akari and Tenjin together too. And he's like, Why? And he's like, please do it. So yeah, like, as, right. as basically he doesn't want he doesn't want her to be left feel left behind yeah exactly he's like i don't want to make this move with a shiori and then he gets left and she gets left behind and so that happens the test of courage nothing happens in the test of courage between shiori and jiro because of the fact that um shiori is such a scaredy cat but yeah. um as uh akari and tenjin are doing theirs akari drops her phone and it begins to pour rain and so we find out also tenjin calls in like hey i lost the car while she went to go find her phone Jiro yeah. gets nervous, runs after her without even thinking. And we see him find uh, her phone, see him find but her phone, one. but not Akari. Car. But eventually, uh, Akari is nervous. She's scared. She's covering the rain. And she's like, I just want Jiro, basically. And somebody comes through the bushes. She and screams she at Jiro. But it's Tenjin. But it's Tenjin. And so they take refuge under a gazebo. And Shiori also finds. Um, Jiro and um, they take refuge under a tree and so we get basically a tale of two truths you could say and yeah. we see um, Akari and Tenjin have a, a real heart to heart and Tenjin like say hey listen I know you've liked me I would be an idiot for me not to realize that um, but I can't like you back because I'm in love with someone else so he officially rejects her and we get yeah, a flashback to Tenjin and he's basically like, like he only sees like a sister type. He only sees her as a sister, and we get a flashback from Tenjin of the person he loves, and it's his brother's wife, and he fell in love with her when he caught them fucking. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah, I expected, but sure. And yeah, even said right. like, it's not it's not Shiori. It's not, it's not Shiori. No, so because Akari is like, oh, you like Sakurazaka-san, Shiori, and he's like, ha ha ha. He starts laughing. He's like, no, we're just friends. We're always gonna be friends. And so, meanwhile. Jiro and a car. I'm sorry, Jiro and Shiori are talking under the tree and they start talking about their relationships, whatever. And Jiro, like, he begins to walk away and Shiori pulls him back and says, Jiro, like, it's not fair. Basically, says it's not fair. Akari gets to see a side that I don't get to see of you. And the more that we're friends and the longer this goes on, to see it. Yeah, no, and she's like, the longer this goes on, the longer, like, I don't, I'm basically, she's saying she's jealous of Akari and she looks at Jiro. As she pulls him in under um, under the rain, under the light, there's, there's a nightlight there or a lamp, a lamppost there. Yeah. And she looks at Jiro and says, Jiro, show me a side of you that Akari hasn't seen. And they kiss and they make out. They make out underneath yep. the rain, under the light post. It is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful fucking uh, image. Um, what a wonderful image. And meanwhile, Akari's talking to Tenjin and Akari basically finds the resolve and realizes I love Jiro. Yeah. I want to be with Jiro. 
and Tenjin's like, you know, well, you got to do your best, you know, because basically without saying, without telling Tenjin that uh, Jiro loves Akari, I'm sorry, loves Shiori, um, she's like, hey, you know, you got to do your best. You got to prove, you know, what it is. You got to make your move, make him fall in love with you the way you love him. And she's like, yep, I'm going to do my best. And eventually because of the stress and the crying, she was crying throughout that as well. She passes out on um, on Shiori's arm and I'm sorry, on uh, on uh, Tenjin's arm. And Tenjin looks at Shiori and thinks about Jiro like, you know, like, hey, you know, who would have thought Jiro whatever would have been in this position. But, you know, I really hope that, you know, Jiro finds his happiness. And meanwhile, as he's thinking that Jiro is under the light post somewhere near them, perhaps making out with Akari. I'm sorry, making out with Shiori. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fucking wow. So me and Starman had a, while we were talking while I mentioned that and we were like, let let uh, let Matt see it. So we had a whole ass debate on this. And so, I mean, it was wonderful stuff. Absolutely wonderful stuff. I hope we can recreate that um, on the seasonal awards next week um, or sorry, the week after. Or, I'm sorry, the next week is the season awards. So, the, the, the annual the annual awards. I hope we can recreate that in some capacity. But, um, dude, just like it's so wild where this can go. It's kind of in that same boat as Raven, as you said, where like we hope we don't, they don't rush it. I genuinely think, and I unfortunately got to see a, a, a piece of the preview. Um, so, there's more suggestive situations that are going to happen amongst the group, um, specifically with May, Shiori, Akari, and Jiro. Um, so there's situations involving the four of them from what I gathered, but my thought is Jiro's not going to make that decision now. And it's going to, no. he's in a tough position because of the fact that he just had this moment with the with, uh, with Shiori, a beautiful moment. He kissed the girl of his dreams. There's a confirmation of feelings there because Shiori basically admitted like, Hey, Jiro, I like you. She basically, she, she said that when she said to Jiro, I realized that over like the longer we go, the longer, the more I realize that being childhood friends with you won't be enough to keep you by my side. She yeah. basically outed herself and her feelings. And so I think what's going to happen is they're going to have whatever moments they have in the season finale. And I think that we're going to get a season two. And I think what's going to happen is basically um, Akari is going to be able, is going to be doing her best to try and woo Jiro over. And Jiro's not going to be in that conflicted position that Akari was in because Jiro's not the type to just abandon Shiori. He's not going to abandon that moment that he shared with her. And over the course of time, you know, Akari is going to do her best and she gets that advantage from the from the wife perspective to be able to try and win over Jiro's feelings. Although I ideally I want Akari to lose because normally when you get the childhood best friend, the childhood best friend always loses. Mm -hmm. the, the second person always loses for the first. That's generally the typical anime trope in these circumstances. However, Shiori found it within herself to make that move to create that moment between them. So unless Akari, which she probably will create a moment like that between her and Jiro, not a sexual one, because even though like you know, we could laugh about the fact that Akari felt Jiro's hard ass dick between her legs <laughs> in the previous episode, um, she has to create that moment. And how powerful will that moment be to sway Jiro away? Because Shiori now has a clear advantage on Akari because of the fact that he she has that moment. It's not a pet kiss. It wasn't a practice kiss. This was a full-on kiss between two people that genuinely right. loved each other and in that moment alone intimately shared something deeper than what they could probably have fathomed that they would. So it makes for a fascinating, fascinating story. That's why I'm considering giving it a five because this 
level that happened in the penultimate took it up to a whole nother level opens up doors to a whole a couple various solutions um or outcomes for them and in the end it's going to be like most rom-com animes there's going to be a winner there's going to be a loser the loser is going to be depressingly sad and we hope that the winner and that moment between the two winners will be epically beautiful um and this has all the makings for that potential like i see a lot of snafu from that perspective someone's going to be yui level sad and someone's going to be hachiman yukino happy and i'm hoping it's the childhood best friend i'm hoping it's shiori at this current stage but we don't know it probably won't be um right. starman mentioned it might be nobody and i was like there's no way jiro picks nobody there's no fucking way there's no way that there's going to be no couples that come out of this no fuck. Uh, i don't see that right now no way so i'm so happy about this series. this makes me so happy i this is honestly one of the series i look forward to most if i'm being honest the series that i look forward to most when i look at my list every week it would be fucking um bleach one my hero two uh what's it called um well don't tell me <laughs> no I'm, I'm talking about series that i look forward to on a weekly basis oh okay <laughs> yeah married couple three uh made war that just finished four and probably chainsaw man at five and then gundam at six those are the six series that i look forward to every week watching and so love it love it love it love it love it love it all right let's move on spy family solid two things happen here we're gonna go to the first thing uh we see your just depressed depressed moping scared blaring basically she can't get fucking fiona out of her mind type of thing figure that lord is gonna kick her out at any moment anytime basically all the scenes that fiona imagined now yours imagining them in yep. from the opposite perspective and it's just hurting her every time she thinks about it and then uh, Lloyd is slowly seeing yeah. this with her behavior, the body language and all this. And he's and also her. overhearing people say like, oh, he's cheating. Well, he's a fine ass guy. It makes sense. And he's like, oh, they should off him like they did. Uh, what's it called? Like Matthew, whatever his name is. Not Matthew. Yeah. You know, Matthew down in fucking apartment 7C. And yeah. The fucking uh, Yuri uh, fucking just like, I'm going to kill that son of a bitch right now. Which is yeah. And so Lloyd's like, okay, I hate type of thing. Because basically, it'll sabotage the mission if she's gone. Yeah. So, so they go they, drinking. Yeah, she goes. He goes. Takes down to the bar type of thing. He wants. He wants Yor to speak. Yor can't speak. So what does she do, Ethan? She guzzles down an entire bottle of scotch. Yep. She drinks it all down. Now she's in all one down. swoop. Not just like over the course of time. Literally, she downed a whole bottle of scotch. Yeah. Yep. And Yor is shit faced. Yeah, and she already knows she can't pissed. handle liquor. And yep, she, she, is, she can hardly handle she can yeah. hardly handle wine, so she is super shit faced. I love, I love but, her drunk talk. The drunk talk was fucking funny. Oh yeah, but now because of this, she's uh, able to... Hiona, like the way yeah. she fucking was pronouncing shit was fucking funny. Yeah, your yeah your yeah your was the highlight of this episode, but yes, yeah she was like blurting everything out, like how she felt and all this, like I yeah. don't get rid of me type of thing. Yes, and then Lloyd, as Lloyd was trying to ex- explain, like it's not really what you think it is, but yeah. he's like, okay, try time to use his old strategy. Like, like he's like, think, okay, shit, you're probably actually has feelings for me, so yeah. let's try this. Grabs and he, her, and he's like, like, you know, but he also rationalized. He's like, I've had to do this a bunch of times for me. This will be nothing different. I can fake it. Yep. So he like grabs her. Talks about how much he really loves her. He's like, let's get married for real. 
as she responds with a kick to the, <laughs> to the chin. chin. And yeah. I mean, like full force, one hundred percent. Could have killed him. Fucking could have, and gave him a concussion. She, yeah. he, he, she concussed him. Yeah, and then he's out. He's just like, what happened? Well, what? He's like, I haven't been kicked like that since I was in training. Yep, and it's his later week, and he's like, nope, I can't stand. He's out like a, uh, and then we see they get kicked out outside. of the bar. They get kicked out of the bar. Yeah, because you say, yeah, and it's funny because we see again he's concussed, but he's dreaming, and he's dreaming about his mother who we can't see, and yeah. you hear a lullaby. And he wakes up and he's on yours lap. And yep. yours the one singing right, lucky up. And yours the one singing the lullaby. Yep. Lloyd freaks out, like, what happened? They're like, Oh, we got kicked out of the bar for being too loud. I'm so sorry for kicking you. Da 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 da. And then they have a heartfelt conversation, Matt. Yep. And but <laughs> we go to the next day and she didn't remember any of it because she was drunk. Yep. So we had to say it all again. <laughs> And but, he had Raul Rosas chin. Have you seen Raul Rosas, Matt? The UFC fighter, Raul Rosas. No. Raul. Yes, I, yeah, link it to me. I'm linking it to you now. Images. Copy. Back, back. Because I don't do that. Putting it in the private chat. Vaste. He has crimson chin. Not a literal crimson chin like red. Like, he's got an ass chin and a half. He's got a, a second cleft on his fucking chin. You see that chin, Matt? He's got Raul Rosas chin. For anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about UFC fighter, 18-year-old kid. He's a superstar phenom because he kicked the shit out of the fucking grown two grown guys already. He's 18 years old. He literally skipped high school, but that's neither here nor there. Um, he has his fucking chin. The most egregious fucking chin you could think of. He's got a whole ass chin on his fucking face. It is hilarious. Absolutely. All right, now we go to the next part. This was nice. This, the second part was nice. Uh okay. But yeah, Anya is basically frustrated that she's not going to be eight Stella. So basically, and her little plan of befriending Damien is not going well either. So Becky took this as, hey, you love Damien, right? It's like, it's like, Papa, yes, penis, Mama, Damien, like Damien, yep, Mama, Damien, no, (laughs) no, look at you being all bashful, Becky. So let's, uh, so let's, uh, so let's fix this. We're going to. Gonna get you clothes shopping. Yes, and fucking uh, what's his face gives him a uh, Lloyd gives Anya a fucking wad of cash. Yep, it's just like here you go. But he thinks you be he thinks it will be good for the. Lloyd's like that. You're gonna give me that much? Shocked. He's just like what? It's just money. <laughs> it's just money. It's not my money. It's the government's money. But that's the yeah. There anyway. Yeah, and so basically now uh, Becky and Anya are at the department store, and Becky rents out the whole department store. Yes, They're just them. Yes, and um, he's like, "I want penis." Like, oh no, we're gonna actual clothes. And Becky proceeds to buy half the store. Anya didn't get anything yet. Doesn't get shit because she likes anime. She doesn't like grown woman clothes. But yeah, now uh, Becky thinks that she's boring Anya, but Anya is. I just talk about how she's actually having fun. Yeah, and she gets like, I get to have, I get to do this with a friend. It's like, oh, because now we get a flashback of Becky how how she was. She didn't have friends. She was she was a bitch. She was a bully. Yeah, she was a bully. Yep. And everyone's trying to tell her, like, you can't know it all. You can't be such a bitch. Basically, what I was saying. And remember, she she intended to bully Anya when they first met. Like they were talking about it, but all of a sudden Anya changed her. Yeah, and she's like talking about 
Yeah, like, like, and she talked about this to her maid, who was like yeah. the chauffeur. Like yeah. I met, a, I met a weird friend, but she's interested in all this. Yeah, and talked about how much she likes hanging out with her in school. Yeah, and so they're like, "Oh, we got to buy you something. Let's spend the second half of the day trying to find you something you like." And, and as they're walking past a um the the gift shop, they see the keychains, and then yeah, the Andy wants to buy that for her. Yeah, and they do that. They pass under the car, and then Anya. Gives Lloyd the money. <laughs> so, uh, why? Why was he upset about it? Huh? Because um, because he I'm, didn't. She didn't spend it uh, all. Or there it is. Um, no. So basically, they bought the two the keychains. They were three hundred dollars. Matt, do you want to guess? And they said in the anime, and I forgot it. I just googled it. You want to guess how much three hundred dollars is? Uh, what they said. Dalk. Dalk. D A L C. That's the uh, currency in, in Spy Family. Dalk. How much is three hundred? Uh, how much is three hundred dollars? Dalk. Hundred dollars. No. Higher. Yeah. Thousand dollars. Lower. Five hundred. No. Nine hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> for keychains. For a keychain, nine hundred and fifty dollars American dollars per keychain. For oh my per god. keychain. Oh my god. And that's why uh, Lloyd at the end of the, at the episode he's having a fucking seizure internally because he's she spent nine hundred fifty U.S. dollars on a key, one keychain. Times two, so that's nineteen hundred dollars. She spent nineteen hundred dollars on two keychains. Did you see the preview for the next one? No, I always skip those. Oh, I like one blank. I can't wait. You know what? This is you know honestly, as I, I sat here at the end of that episode, I sat there, not here, there at the at the end of the episode. Yeah, I like season two a lot better than I like season one. So therefore, I think I'm gonna retroactively go back and rate season one a three because I really depending on this, how the season finale ends next week, I, this is a pretty solid four this season. Right. So I think I'm going to go back retroactively downgrade season one to a three. And cause I b- was not the big, or let me say that part one, I was not the biggest hater or sorry, not the biggest lover of this. And I've grown to like it. I wouldn't say, I would say moderately more. I've grown to right. like spy family moderately more. And so um, this is a solid four for me this season. I can tell you guys about off the bat. So um, I think that's what I'm going to do, depending on the season finale next week. All right, moving on. Bo to the Rock. Funny. This was hilarious again, and then we're going to get to it. Uh, Basically, uh, Kita, Ijika, and Ryo, they're looking for for Bochi. Yes, she's gone missing. Yeah, because uh, basically, because Bochi's class has the maid cafe. And Bochi in a maid outfit looks really cute. Uh, I mean, people are people are pissed because uh, she yeah she has tits so they don't show the tits in full like the curves of it in the anime. Who's pissed? But, no, like uh, people, the manga readers. <laughs> so so in the manga they show her with cleavage. Yeah, she has cleavage. Like she had like she she has a nice rack basically. Okay. And then the maid outfit in this in the anime they make her like look flat when she's, she's really fifteen. Not. That's weird. I know, but I'm saying. So that basically, uh, Bochi's uh, embarrassed and- in the maid outfit. So. She's not there. Yes, she's not there. Like, oh, I... fuck this. So uh, Kita's like, all right, this is how we're gonna, this is how we're gonna find her. Find the most depressing place you can think of. Yes, think of, of where the animals go. That type of thing. Maybe yes. a dumpster, corner, back of a classroom. Yes, under the stairs. Just, nothing. Yep, and uh, you find out that she's been outside. And then Boti's reading the comments. Near the dumpster. Yep. Near another yeah. dumpster. Yeah, and it's like I can't have my bandmates see me like this. And then uh, she's like, she's go- she's scrolling for her phone. She's on her social yeah. media page, and she realizes she's like, oh, I'm. She's like, I'm gonna go to my happy place, which is Guitar Hero. So she's reading. She's like, the comment section of my page is the most happiest place on earth. She, and then so she freaks she, out she, because she, she looks, and they're like, oh, is Bochi dead? 
Is this channel dead? I'm yep. gonna I, I, I subscribe and she realized she didn't realize how long it's been since she posted the video. Yeah. I got I got I gotta do one after the concert, but now all of a sudden the bandmates are on the other side of the door. Oh, there she is. There she is. I told you. She's like, Oh, it made going to the dumpster worth it, which is funny. Yeah. Which by the yeah. way, I also thought of I was like, you know, this season if she would just post like a, a, a video, like I think what's gonna happen is she'll post the Bunkasai video, like the cultural video, yeah. and it's gonna blow them up. Yeah, they're gonna blow up, and yeah. I don't. She has like what they said thirty thousand subscribers, or is it three for, for for herself for her for Guitar Hero channel? It's like three thousand or thirty thousand, which is a major uh, difference. I know, but I, I think, think it's like three thousand. I, I think it's three thousand. Yeah, hey, that's three thousand fans that she can bring yeah. in. Exactly, but we'll we'll see what happens with that. But uh, what you call it? Now they eventually bring Bochi back into the the, the classroom. Yes. Well, first, uh, they're enjoying the festival first because she doesn't have to do the maid shifts yet. Yes. So basically, they're all enjoying like the haunted house. Yes. Uh, food. And it's funny because Boshi and Rio are like, "What the fuck is this?" Meanwhile, uh, Nijika and uh, Kita are scared. Kita are scared shitless. And then Boshi and Rio are like, "What the fuck is this?" And then Boshi gets scared at their screams. Yep. Which is funny. <laughs> like, oh boy. And then uh, we're getting now. Uh, yeah, they're getting food. Rio's trying to mooch off, like, can they buy me the food? <laughs> that type of thing. Right. And then we get to the make cafe. Uh, the bandmates are sitting down while Goto is just standing outside. Like, oh, she, I bet she's greeted all these customers. Like, <laughs> she's dead. Like, she's dead again. <laughs> but she's doing the thing. No. But no, and then we see these uh, two JoJo t- looking delinquents. Yes. Like, the hair. Fair part four. Yeah, hair brushing the ceiling even. Yes. They're like, hey, baby, you want to go out? You want to have fun? That type of thing? And you just see this. You don't even answer me. From Rio. Yep. And then this, this Bochi, is just, he's just still there. She's still lifeless. It's like, oh, shit. Like, 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 she's not even saying anything. Yeah. And, and then fucking uh, Killer Queen from JoJo comes out of fucking Bochi's mouth. And they start bowing down like, we're sorry. Yeah, it was fun. And then they go inside, sitting. and now, yeah, Bochi goes to the bandmates' table. They go, they get the omelet rice. Like, do the thing. Like, do the make it taste better. Miyowe, miyowe. Uh, uh, and then it just tastes awful because of it. Yeah, they, and, and Kita decides to do like, like you're doing it wrong. Miyowe, cute. Like, like, like she's like doing like poses, dancing yeah. a little bit. And it tastes scrumptious. And I laugh, by the way. They're like, yeah, we spent all of our budget on the maid costume, so everything is just alma rice with different names. Yep. And like, what's this? It's, what am I doing? <laughs> and they're like, so, oh, yeah. it's kind of grainy. They're like, it was frozen alma Yep. And now with Keats' little thing, it made it taste better. So basically, they're like, the oh, girl, you want to be a maid? <laughs> yeah, the girl's like, Kita, will you help us? Nijika, you don't go here, but you're pretty. And you're really likable. Can you help us? And they're like the stars of the fucking yeah. And even Rio gets the cafe. Even, they sell Rio out of all the like Oma rice. And Rio's a butler. And hey. they sell out of all the Oma rice. And then yeah. Rio's like, "Where's my money?" Yeah, like, hey, we're going. <laughs> we're leaving. She's like, "No, no, I didn't do this for free." <laughs> I was like, "You, I respect it. Let's get get your cut. <laughs> get that money, bitch." Yeah. yeah. So basically, they're all. Uh, they're all excited. Like that was like the time for their concert for tomorrow. Yeah. But Bochi notices something with Kita. Yeah. I'm curious what that is. I don't know if it's just like actual nerves or it might be. Yeah. We don't know. But um, yeah, she doesn't say anything. I thought I thought we were gonna have that talk. Like they because they usually walk home together. 
It's going to be right before. Yeah. Actually, no, but, not even right before because the episode ends with them on stage. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's what I said. Maybe we'll find out after. I hope she doesn't fuck up. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll I could see. see that. I could see Nijiko. Like, like, stage- or not Nijiko, uh, Keita, fuck, like having like some stage sort of. Right. Like, yeah, or something like that. Or she, stri- she fucks up a chord and then she just loses it and it's going to be or her voice. Paper. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's gonna be her voice. I can see that. And then uh basically Ooh, cringe. Who's cringe? No, I'm saying that it's gonna be cringe seeing Keita like not perform. Yeah. Oh man, that's gonna be hard. Because uh, that's what a lot of people are there for. Like yeah. they they want they they wanted Keita. And you hear them like screaming need or uh Keita. Keita, Keita yeah, because yeah, because she's the popular girl. And then you see Bochi Chan's uh Family there. Well, 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 fair, well, well, with well, the camcorder. Well, well, first, Bo, she's like, "Oh, of course, that yeah, it's okay." And then, and then, the and then you see the family, the two fans, and, and then you see drunk senpai. Yeah, Kikori is like, "Yeah, yeah." And then you it's see, just funny because uh, Kikori is one of the. Uh, you didn't realize it's one of the Japanese whiskeys that I buy. It's a really yeah. good, good, smooth whiskey. So she's yeah. named after fucking uh, uh, nice. Japanese whiskey. It's like, should you even be here? I got a glass this time. Yeah, and then you see fucking senpai, her senpai, uh, Nijika's sister, fucking choking her out, and, and they're like, yeah, and then the other students like, she reeks a booze, she should be here, but yeah. that was funny, but yeah, yeah, they, yeah then Kita's like, thank you all for coming. Now we're gonna start and credits. This is close to a five for me. I, I want to. Ra- this is another one I want to rate a five. It's definitely a four. I, we'll see how the finale ends. We got three left. We're making decent time. We're only we just hit the two hour mark. Nice. There we go. Push all on. right. Uh, that's why you get a gift, Sean, because you got to deal with two-hour podcasts every single week. We have Chainsaw. We already know what our main is. And Bleach. Chainsaw. All right. Yeah. I don't remember too much a little bit of the end. Okay. So I, 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 as, as I did watch this while I was exhausted as fuck. Okay. I'll pull it out. So basically, yeah. we see... Um, what's his dick? Um, Aki. We see yeah. Aki um, enter, the, uh, enter the chamber. We see the future, the, the future devil... And the future devil devil is a comedy. He's a, he's a character. He's a character, a very exuberant character. And yes. so he starts doing these funny dances and shit like that. And he's he's like, oh, he's like, all right, go ahead and put your like put your head in my belly. That's how I know your future. So he's like, all right, he basically, does. or yeah, it determines what he wants in return. Basically, like, yeah, because he's like, it does that'll determine a trade. So he sticks his head in there for about a minute. The future devil starts laughing, and Aki takes his head out. And he's like, he's like, dude, he's like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to live in your right eye because your death is fucking awesome. He's like, you want to know? You're going to. And he's like, just get in my fucking eye, dude. Yeah, he's he's like, like, I don't no. care. Just get in my eye. But basically, he's giving it for free. He just wants to see he's what happens. getting it for free. Which, by yeah, the way, you- the sword he's using in the battle, is that his cursed sword or is that just a regular? Because I think it's the curse. I think it's a regular katana because I mean, there's no way he's using the cursed sword because then he just keeps eating fucking his life. Yeah, he's already that's got true. Left that's true. Left. Okay. I think it's a regular katana. Okay. So basically, he lives in his eye. We find out later on in his battle that um, the the eye allows him to see a little bit into the future, but nothing else. I imagine just for now, but he sees a little bit into the future, so he's able to dodge some of the moves a little bit. But he doesn't get to dodge everything. We'll get into that in a second. So yeah. the other side. Now, on the other side, while this is happening, we see um, uh, Shibe, Power, and Denji. Yeah, and they're training, and, uh, and Denji and Power are getting better. They're still getting their ass. And Kishibe actually has a scratch on his face. He has a scratch on his face. He's like, okay, good, he's like, this every week. We could do this once a week now. Yeah, and he's like, so, I, don't, like I don't have to bother you guys anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
And so he has a meeting with Makima-san and he's like, and he basically tells Makima like, oh, like, you know, I didn't think that I would get attached to these fucking, these devils, these fucking creatures, but here I am, I'm getting attached to them. And then he's like, she's like, he tells her like, listen, he's like, you knew about this, didn't you? And she says nothing. She's tight lipped about it. And he's like, listen, I don't care how many of my dogs you kill as long as you're on the right side of justice. But that's the only like, reason why like, I don't what, kill you myself. And basically, what do you want? Yeah, what do you want? And they, they, they cut, it cuts away from that. And on the other side, basically, we get a raid. We find out that there's going to be a raid going on for the people that um, took out Division 4. Division 4 is going to lead it. Division 4 is on their own. They go inside of this crazy building. And there's a bunch of zombies and shit. And we get, the, we get to see the rest of Division 4. And we get like a penguin guy, a shark guy, an angel, uh, angel girl, and somebody, and a spider girl. So we get yeah. the spider devil, the angel devil, the penguin devil, or no, sorry, no, we get the violence devil. The violence devil has to fucking wear a gas mask that leaks poisonous gas, um, so it controls him. And then you get the shark devil, which turns into a shark. And they just yeah, everything up. Denji and Power, everybody's just fucking everybody up. And then Denji and Power go with Aki up to the main floor. And as they're going up to the main floor, Makima goes to a random uh, coastal house and she has a meeting with the Yakuza. And they were like, oh, your your um, your associates have uh, contracts with the gun devil. And the, the Yakuza boss is like, listen, they did that against my command. This is their leader. This is who did this. So this is who you should go after. And she's like, thank you for your cooperation. I'm going to need you to write down everybody who has a contract with the gun devil in your association and he's like okay no problem i'll be happy to do that and then he's like and she's like well while you're at it i'm gonna need you to write down everybody in other families that you know that has contract with the gun devil and he's like listen have you ever heard of the term a necessary evil he's like you ever seen the chinese and the russian mafia they make us look like angels and he's like we're the necessary evil of japan because we keep the foreigners away so I'm not going to sell them out because that means a war for me. I'm not trying to do that. And Makima's like, I don't give a fuck. You're going to do what the fuck I say. And she's surrounded by all these crazy, like top Yakuza bosses. And they all are about to try and fuck her up. And basically one of the bosses turns Makima around and is about to punch her in the face. And he starts bleeding out of his nose and starts gushing blood and goes limp. And everyone's like, what the fuck is happening? And she basically Makima pulls out a bag, puts it on the table and says, you're going to do what I ask because inside this bag. And I'm sorry, this has happened before the guy went to go punch her in the face. Yeah. Um, the eyeballs, right? Their eyeballs, your wife, your daughter, your grandmother, your lover, your sister, all of these people, a piece of their eyeball. And they're like, don't worry. We have somebody that can put them back. No problem. Like if nothing happened, but I need you to write this down. And eventually, homeboy does. And then throughout the fight, as Aki is fighting, Aki is surrounded by like all these like underlings from the mafia. Again, bleed from nose, gush blood, go limp. And Aki's like, "What the fuck is happening?" Okay, whatever. Keeps on going. Ends up in a in a like a like a storage basement type of like storage area with uh, the woman. And the woman, uh, what's it called? Calls up, and because of the fact that he she ate fucking um himeno's ghost her devil she calls her devil has control over her devil and was like fight aki and so aki with his like his his all-seeing eye is able to evade some of the attacks he's able to get some offense in but eventually he gets caught and the episode ends with aki being choked 
almost to death. I think he does pass out. He gets he chokes until he passes out by Jimeno's ghost. And I'm really hoping, like I said in the chat, I really hope that he does defeat Jimeno's ghost and he gets to keep Jimeno's ghost as a contract for somehow. And that's okay, another- that could happen. I, I we'll hope see. that happens. Yes. But again, you you did forget about Rikishibe Makiba when he asked him, What do you want? And she said, All I want is to save as many people as possible. And he called her a liar. A liar. Yeah, I forgot that part. You're so, right. But I say, but he had the balls to say that when yeah. he she could probably kill him right there. Usatsuki. He 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 don't care. Yeah. He can't control him. Nope. But yeah, like, it's like he knows something that, that the I others mean, don't. Yeah, basically. I mean, she tries to keep her power secret, but I mean, yeah, I I think he knows all about her. That's. I mean, I think he helped train her. You would think. Maybe, I don't know. But I say, I think he just knows a lot about her than other people leading to believe. <laughs> I mean, he's the top devil hunter. He's been around. Oh yeah, he is the top devil hunter. <laughs> he is Ichiban Devil Hunter. Yeah, can can I kill him? Love it. Fantastic. Still a five star series. Alrighty. Moving on, Komain Bleach. <sighs> what a backstory. Uh, yeah, this is basically a full-on backstory, but before that, though, uh, Ichigo is back home. <laughs> Honestly, this stuff, I feel, is kind of irrelevant. Like, he goes over to What's-Her-Face's house, his, his dad, boss's yeah. house. No, he goes over to his boss's house. So, basically, he, he shows up, his dad opens the door, and he's like, fuck you, guy. Runs over to his boss's house, takes a shot at boss's house, blah, 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 whatever. The doorbell opens, she opens the door, nobody's there, but she can't see that Ichigo's father dressed in his uh in his uh soul reaper robes is there and was like come with me we have to talk so they go to like some i think back to the house and they're in a room yeah and he's like i say he's like i'm not surprised you failed the, the test yeah. basically and he's like how do you know you're never, you're never like, gonna get oh. a <laughs> yeah and he's like how do you know he's like oh urahara taught me oh i'm sorry yeah you're talking backwards you went backwards at the beginning of the episode the very beginning of the episode is where the black guy talks to um Renji to, to Renji and says like, oh, of course he was gonna fail. You know, I, I'm creator, everything, even fucking. Yeah, I, I I thought that was last week. I thought that was just a recap. No, this was, that, okay. was be, that was the very beginning of this episode. Okay. But again, I felt it was inconsequential. And Renji okay. knew that's the only piece that he's like, yeah, I had a feeling, but he's Ichigo. He would figure it out, right? That's all. The, all the beginning of that is quite frankly is irrelevant. What is relevant is Ichigo's father says, hey, a while ago you asked me about your mother, and I told you I would tell you when the time is right. Time is right. And we get the backstory of Ichigo and his mother, and it's a wild backstory. We find out, and I don't know if it was told already, and I just missed it, but Ichigo's father was the original, several hundred years ago, the original um, uh, captain of Squad 10. We see Toshiro and Matsumoto under him as his top two lieutenants, basically. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a report of of Soul Reapers getting killed in Karakura Town, um grizzly like three of them in like two months have have died and so he knows something's up and he goes on his own to karakura town meanwhile we see ichigo's mother and ichigo's mother we find out early is a quincy it's obviously alluded to it but we find out she's a quincy because she's the last of her family and she's being sheltered by a certain family and when we see who the, the family is there's a woman there that's fine but there's uh, an older, not older, but like a, a, a older teenager. Yeah. And we find out it's Ishida's father. Mm-hmm. It is Ishida's father. And so um, Ishida's father kind of cares about, um, what's her name? What's Ichigo's mom's name? I know it's Kurosaki. Yeah. yeah. Which is interesting, too, that Ichigo was named after his mother, not his father. Yeah. 
Yeah. That is important. I do want to say her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I hear you. I'm trying to find her. Yes. In this uh, Masaki. Masaki. Yes. So Masaki's there. He kind of cares about Masaki, but he only cares because of the fact that she has rich Quincy blood. And he's like, I wonder if she'll, you know, be okay if I married her. But mostly for her blood, not necessarily for her, because he's still calculated and kind of kind of cruel. Not quite the, the dick that he is now, but I'm sure he's probably grown to be that dick as we get more into part two of the backstory, which I imagine will be the finale. Um, part of the finale next week, which is an hour long. Again, friendly reminder, the Bleach yep. finale is a one hour long special. Yep, it's a uh, back to back with the uh, two B2B. episodes. Yeah, B2B. Um, anyway, so we get the backstory as they continue. Um we find out that the Arankar, or sorry, not the Arankar, the uh, the uh, fuck the Hollow, only comes out at night, and we find out that it's a special Hollow yep. because around the same time that uh, Ichigo's father is captain, Aizen, Kaname, and Gin are all captains. Yep. The events of what happened to the other captains uh, earlier in, in the in the epi- in the in the series uh, where they were hollified and they managed to get away has already occurred. They're searching for Ginji and co, um, but they haven't found them yet. And in the meantime, what they're doing is they're taking dead soul reapers or they're taking soul reapers, killing them and then experimenting on them and trying to turn them into hollows and trying to basically create hollows with soul reaper power. And so they're doing these experiments. We find out that the hollow that's killing everybody in Karakura town is one of those experiments. And so it's just, it's so wild to get that piece of the backstory. I was like, wow, what a flashback. That's what I thought. But anyway, as we go along, um, Ichigo's father and the and the and the the hollow start fighting. He kills a couple more soul reapers. It's a solid fight. Like it's a really solid fight. Um, Ichigo's dad is getting fucked up, but he's holding his own. And as he's about to land a, a decisive blow against this Arankar, we see Aizen and Gin and Kaname show up in black robes. They slice Ichigo's father's back. And he recognizes immediately, like, that was done by Zanpakuto. That wasn't done by him. And he yeah. basically calculates. He's like, oh, this hollow isn't necessarily a hollow. It's a Menos, which is a pretty powerful hollow, right? Yeah. It's got the fucking beam that comes out of its head and everything. Like, it's wild. And so Misaki feels the spiritual pressure and runs towards the battle. Ishida's father tries to stop her and say, like, hey, like, you, you know, part of taking care of yourself is not worrying about that. And there, if there's, we go only after the Soul Reaper is dead. And we our maid is the one that goes out first. We don't go out. And she's like, listen, basically tells him, like, listen, I can't live with that. I can't live with myself knowing that I could have done something to save someone. And I didn't do it. I know, Papa. We're almost done. <laughs> so, We're almost done, Papa. Almost done, buddy. Anyway, so she runs out there. Ichigo's father, or not Ichigo. Um, Ishida's father's like, all right, fine, fuck, let's go. So they go out. The battle's still happening. And as he's about to get killed, um, we see, uh, I think it was Kaname. Kaname is like, oh, he's going to get him. Let me kill him. And he's like, no, let's see the battle happen. And so as the battle happens, he says that when um, Misaki shows up. So basically, um, Ichigo's dad is in a really horrible, like, he's in a really horrible battle. He's about to get fucked up. And as he's about to get fucked up, um, Misaki shoots her fucking Quincy arrow to distract the uh the the hollow yep. the hollow goes after misaki misaki shoots a bunch of arrows and the wrong uh, yeah, she sorry. stops yeah and the, right. yeah the hollow dodges them all and so she stops allows the hollow to get close the hollow is about to fucking use its fucking beam and oh no sorry no the hollow no, bites bites. 
the hollow bites her. And we find out, as we saw previously, when you bite a Quincy, like a, ho- a hollow bites a Quincy or something, it's bad, like bad tasting, whatever the case is. So the hollow's like, or I'm sorry, Misaki's like, thank you for doing that. I appreciate that. Headshot. One shots the fucking thing in the head. And as it's about to die, the hollow self-destructs. Yep. And as Misaki's about to die, Ichigo's father saves her, takes the, the self-destruction. And I'm sorry, that's when... Uh, Kaname is like, oh my god, it's self-destructed. Let's kill him. And he's like, no, we're good right now. Aizen's like, no, we're good. Let's go. They disappear, and we get the introduction of Misaki and Ichigo's father. And then in um, let's go. So then Aizen, Gin, and Kaname go back. Kaname's pissed off, like our experiment is ruined. It was fucking pointless. And Aizen, ever the cunning piece of shit that he is, and he's like, nope, we got something better. Sometimes you have to see something be destroyed in order to find something better. He's like, don't you want to see the outcome of this? I do. This is all Eisen's plan. And it was all Eisen's plan. He got the mother and father somehow together. And obviously Eisen fucking probably killed his mother. Or had something to do with it. Regardless. So good. The storytelling, amazing. And of course, like the animation has been movie, movie quality the entire time. It has been stupendous. Stupendously great. Love it. Five stars all the way through. All righty. Moving on to the main event. Akiba the main Maybe. event of the evening. This is a two-parter. Oh, yeah. because We, uh, we did uh, not know. Oh, boy. It ties in. It just ties in. Half the goal. But, yeah. Uh, fans aren't going so well at Oinky Doink Cafe right now. No. No, because uh, basically other maids are getting pissed off. They got to no, it's going, actually, no, it's going really well at the beginning. Because they're taking all of the, um, they're taking all, they're getting the glamour from winning the the competition. Yeah, we talked about that already. Did we? Yeah, we t- that was with the guy. This is after. This is after the guy died. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, no, yeah. there's nothing to do with the cafe really. That goes for Ronco. Things are not going good for Ronco. But not- I'm saying, like, but I'm saying now that uh, maids are killing their customers for bragging about it. Some customers. Oh yeah, no, that's a piece. That's not part of it. I'm saying that of uh, the fucking panda hanging from the yeah. So though. the episode begins with pan with episode eleven, the penultimate episode. Yeah, it starts with hang, panda hanging from the sign. Panda managed to escape. Panda yeah, still has she, identity. Yeah, ba- yeah, basically found like a slimmer outfit. Yeah. So. And basically, there's a note attached to panda's head. The note says, "You're being disowned, and if yep, you're disowned, so, you're gonna die." Yep. So Nagi declared Unkidai Cafe out of the group. Yep. And basically, yep, it's about time for them to die. Yep. And, and Ron, now, Ron because of the, yeah, because of this, they're losing customers. Yeah. Because they're not associated, and the other maids are going to make sure they don't get any more customers. And the maids are, and the the cafe is being fucking uh, what's it called? Uh, vandalized, and yep. they're fucking writing horrible messages on there. Yeah. So because of this, yeah, and Nagi, what you call it? Sorry, the girl made she lost her best customers because of this. Oh, well, you skipped that. Basically, the two other customers come over. Like, you remember so-and-so? They're like, yeah. Well, he bragged about you at one of the other cafes we visited. And and we're scared that they're going to kill us because we're your best customers. We can't come here anymore. We're sorry. And so this kind of basically forces them. Like, all right, we're going to do something about this. And And then Ronco tells everyone about nagi the like the, yeah. back, the backstory their backstory and they, they they grew up there they were with the og 
Yep. They were a part of it. And so they basically managed to convince everybody, like, listen, we're going to die anyway, so let's go out guns blazing. You guys fucking shoot and kill as many as you can. Nagomi and I are going to go over. At first, Ronko's like, I'm going to go by myself. And Nagomi's like, I want to go. And Nagomi's like, or sorry, Ronko's like, are you prepared to die? And puts a gun to her face. And she freaks and she, out. Yep. And they're like, don't come. And so the next day, uh, whatever happens, Nagomi finds the fucking inner, like, fortitude to fucking do it and is like i'm coming with you so they go together they're led to the to the to um the top floor uh, is it urako uraka what's her name which one the head maid nagi no the head maid oh it is nagi it is nagi sorry well she has like umiko umiko is her name her first name but it's nagi we'll say nagi so they go to nagi they're led to nagi and basically uh ronko asked nagi kill me save the cafe and she slices with her katana. Uh, what's it called? Um, oh, she, uh, she like, stabs her hand. Yeah, yeah. Runkle's hand stabs her hand. Nagomi's like, no, don't do it. Blah blah blah. And then basically, she's like, come here. So uh, Nagomi goes over there. She's like, slice that pigtail off you. And they're like, no, you love that pigtail. Nope. She's like, I'll do it. Slices the pigtail off. And they basically beg her to like let them off and she's like you know we're, we'll do our and best then, and, then Na- and then nagi's like went to rock is like so you really love this? so how about this uh basically like kill like kill kill the gomi and she's like nope kill me instead and it's like and... nope so basically i'm gonna go kill the gomi so either you shoot me or i shoot her yep and ranko doesn't want to kill nagi <laughs> nope because again they grew up in the in the same They're household yeah yep and so and... So she says, okay, fine, but te- you need 10 times the amount you're owed. That's it? Yes. Okay, thanks. And so meanwhile, there's been a shootout the whole time at the Okidoink Cafe. Or sorry, yeah. not, at, not at Okidoink. I'm sorry. They took the head of, of the Lion of, Cafe, yeah. Of the Lion Cafe. And they're like, kill me, bitch, kill me. And they're like, nope, you're a hostage. And they're like, we have a hostage, right? And they pull her out and they fucking shoot at her anyway. They don't give a fuck. And they're like, yes, kill me and take these pigs with you. It's so savage. But yeah, that doesn't happen. It's just basically Ronco, and they're gonna come back. One of the maids got shot. Yep. Like, like no, the there's no more killing. By the manager, got shot yeah. by the manager, which is great. Yeah, like, like we said, no killing. It's done. We can all yeah. go. Yep. So, all's hell that ends well, or so we think. Because now yep. we're at the shopping center. Ronco and Nagomi are there. Everything's and going look- well. They're shopping for each other. And Ronco- all of a sudden, a maid hugs Ronco, like like from the behind. But you don't, what? it's not a hug. You hear it, shink. Yeah, and, and you hear the, and you see her face, you see her expression, you find out, yeah, she got stabbed in the back. In, in public. Her, in public. Yeah, you got stabbed in the gut. And she dies in Nagomi's arms. And she just talked about how she doesn't want to die. She wants to keep being a maid. And yeah, we we called her dying, but not like that. No, not like that. We, we respected her hope die guns blazing with nagi yeah and that didn't happen so this was different i liked it like that it was good yeah and so now this broke the gomi and we get we now we're at the finale we're at the finale and everyone's at the funeral they're all crying everyone except nagomi yep and then Nagomi uh, is a savage but before that though uh the other two mates the cow maid and the bear maid the ones that were like total bitches like oh you heard ranko down like oh good friends oh before that though i'm sorry yeah we, we got ahead uh nagi sees the maid that stabbed her yeah like like hey who told you to do that type of thing i did it for myself i'm not a creature and but she likes the fact that ranko died and she's like 
fear creature now. Prove your worth. No, there's like, okay, now, now we're going to kill him, basically. Yeah, they're like, this is all out war. We have to kill him now. Yeah, because there's we don't like she's seen it before. We know what's gonna happen. Yep, get the order, everybody, come over. So there's twenty. We find out later, it's twenty six maids against yeah, the five we, girls. From yeah, a, we'll a, get. Yeah, we'll get we'll to in a bit. We'll get there, but, but yeah, uh, the, the has the, lost the, her shit. Yeah, she's she gone fucking nuts. Yep she she pulls the cat the 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 major cow maid into the dark alleyway using Ronco's gun. She took Ronco's gun. Yep, and then shoots the cow maid's foot. Yep. Shoots and, her ear, and she's talking shit the whole time. Like she shoots her ear. She's like, "Good, now we can tag you like the fucking cow you are." Yeah. Like, and then you're like, "Oh, let's go for a nose ring." Puts the gun up on her fucking nose. They're like, let's give you a nose ring now. And she's like, "Wait, I talk." Yeah, like, we find out. Yeah. So basically, everyone below Nagi was planning this. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh, they're so she asks questions. They're like, "Where's Nagi?" who killed Ranka? Yeah, who's who the man that killed, killed Ranka? Like, oh, so, uh, someone from the Moon Moon Cafe that you killed. Well, the, the Moon space, Cafe, the space one. Guys, yeah. yeah, and they're like, oh, they're like, did it come from Nagi? I don't know. Where's Nagi? I don't know. And she's like, I don't really fucking like. I really don't know. And she and, and she and, shoots to the side of like, tell the the, the, the dark pork is here or something like yeah, that. I'm dark pork. We're coming to kill. And she yeah. dips and, and she so, goes over. And she and she goes over to the um to the 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 ramen shop, talks to the old man. They're like, "I need you to tell me everything you know about Nagi," and then he's like, "I don't know anything." She shoots the fucking ground. She's like, "I need you to tell me everything," and he's like, yeah, "He kind of right. does." And he's so like, it's basically, yeah, we go definitely like, yeah that she took Nagi in, and she basically Nagi is the one that wanted the yeah, violence out, and all that. Yeah, we find out Michio was a more a warmonger. And then uh, she took Na- uh, she took Nagi in and, and read her that way. And then Ronko came in. Ronko was the Nagomi of the shop and basically warmed Michio's heart, and then convinced her to not do violence anymore. Yeah, but they were gonna end, they were gonna end violence in Akiba. Yeah, but as Michio Nagi as said, Nagi's, Nagi Nagi did not want that. Nagi arranged the hit on her boss just so she can take over and send, so take over. and send Ronko in jail. Yep. So all, I was just like, wow, okay. <laughs> Savage. And so Nagomi's like, thank you. And she walks out. She goes over to the cafe. She's Before like, that, though, you? she gets, I was, I was like, well, yeah, she goes there. She goes to get some money. But yeah, she's like, like, she got her ass kicked. Oh, no, no, that was after the fact. Okay. That was after the fact. So okay, basically, okay. She, goes to the, she goes to the shop. She's like, where's the manager? We don't know. Where's the key? We don't know. All right. Takes the some gun. cashiers. <laughs> Shoots the fucking thing, opens the drawer. They're like, what are you doing? And then she's like, we're getting money. We're going to kill everybody. We're going to get guns. We need guns. And uh, what's her face? The, uh, the black hair girl. You bet she. You bet she slaps her in the face. Like, what are you doing? And then, and then the gummy slaps her back. Her back. Like, You're a fucking maid. Don't we kill? That's what the fuck we're supposed to do. So she lost her mind. And yeah, I laughed so hard when the manager opened the door, sees the confrontation, and, and pulled the Homer Simpson. It was like, open door. Yeah. Door. yeah, also in the corner, oh, the panda, the panda sharpened his bamboo. Her yeah. bamboo. Panda sharpening bamboo. That comes we'll to get to that later. We'll get to that later. Yes. And so Nagomi walks over. She's walking with a purpose. She's got these dark sunglasses. She's dark pork. But and she gets attacked from behind. By the fucking maid that yep. she fucking shot. And yep, she so gets her ass kicked has, with a crutch. And then she then Nagomi starts laughing. She's like, you know, she's She's batshit crazy. Yeah, and like, like oh yeah, it's all maids dude, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. And then she like, give a fuck. and she's only saved because the cops fucking are called. 
Yeah, they're and they're like, dude, don't because there's those cops around and we didn't. Yeah, they're like, and we did and we didn't let them know we, this is gonna happen, basically. Yeah, like there's too many people in public. Don't do it. Fine. So she gets saved by the hair of her chinny chin chin. But, 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 but you guys are gonna die. Yeah. So she ends up getting called over by the police. She talks whatever to the police. She goes back to Winky Doink and she goes into her room and she has Ronco's possessions. She starts going like, oh, this back. is like this is stupid. This is yeah, like, like and she has dirt from the fucking from the baseball stadium. But She's got then, the origami they made, and she pulls out a picture, and she finally can grieve. Yeah, she breaks down into fucking tears, grieving over the loss of her best friend and the one who taught her how to be a maid. And so the next day she wakes up. The girl, the people didn't even know what happened. They're like, what the fuck happened to your face? And they're like, it's not important. But, and they, oh yeah. By the way, we're going to help you fight. Yeah, and we're going to help you fight. And then Nagomi, back to her normal self, they're like, are you happy being a maid? Are you happy with Oinky Doink? Are you happy the way things are? Very heartfelt conversation. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? They're like, we're going to kill him Oinky Doink style. And so, yeah. as we, as I mentioned earlier, there would end up being twenty six maids that end up in the raid of Winky Doink, well, including well, Nagi. Well, well, before that, Nagi is talking to the other head maids like, well, this, "This is happening today," and one of them yeah. tried to talk to her out of it. Gets shot in the fucking gut. Yeah, and then the other one, her the best one friend, runs, runs away. Gets shot, gets shot in the, the head, in the back of the head. Yeah, she's like anybody that doesn't want to listen. To and it's like we're going now. We're going. And then now. before that, she goes to the Robin shop. She talks to the other ramen. Oh, owner. yeah. It was gross. A little gross. And they, yeah. they're like, we're like, all right, well, we're going to die. So let's have our last meal. So they're like, let's order six of the seven. pork bowls. And Nagomi's like, make a seven. They put Ronko's picture there. They leave the bowl there in honor of her. And uh, Nagomi just stuffed her face, blah, 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 eating like but, crazy. But, but, but she ate so fast, she she throws up a little. She throws up a little bit, and which is kind of gross because she throws or it spits back it back out. But yeah, she spits it back out into the bowl, and then all the girls are like, "Let me eat some. Let me eat some." That was so gross. Yeah, so but, they're like, gross. but they're like, "Fuck it." Yeah, yeah, but they're like, "This is last meal. We're doing this for for Ronco. We're doing this." So the raid happens, and and that I'll say, but Naki kills the ramen guy first. So she goes, "Oh there. yeah, the ramen guy starts talking to Nagi about like, uh, hey, it's been a long time, yo." And she's like, "Shut up, shut up." Third time shoots him in the fucking chest, he dies. Yep. And now with the raid. <laughs> and now the raid happens. There's 25 maids bowing down to, to Nagi. Nagi is about to open the door and recognizes her death. She sees her death and she's like, fuck it. We're going in. They bust in. And what are the girls like, Matt? Okay. <laughs> Welcome home, mistress. Moe? Moe? Yep. So basically, yep, they were in character, walking them, greeting them. Christine, exactly the way they were taught way back in episode Everything. three. And yeah, and like this is a trick. We're gonna like we're here to kill you. Like, no, 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 like we're before you kill us, let us serve you Inky Doink style. Yep, yeah, Doggy's just like you heard her. So, Sit down. Yep. And they're so, doing their thing, and all the girls are like, We're gonna fucking kill you. And they're like, and Thank they're you. Like, we appreciate it. Yep, they're, they're all they're all put on act. They're all smiling. Yeah, they're all Let, smiling. It's, it's like they know they're gonna die, but they are gonna go, We're gonna go as, out as, as maids, as maids. Yep. So basically, and then Nagami suggests, "Oh, they're gonna do a performance." And then Nagami's like, "Bye, right, but after this, you're, you're really know. dead. Like you're really dead. I don't want to hear it." Thank you. I can't wait. Yep. So she starts doing a song for a bit and right away gets shot. In no, the not stomach. right away. No, not right away. What happens is freaking Nagi starts flashing back to when she taught Ronko how to dance because she said the exact same thing. Yeah, They're but like, like she's a little she needs a better move. She's a... And she gets upset at that and she pulls out the gun, shoots Nagomi in the chest. Well, sorry, and Nagomi, 
the stomach. Yeah. And Nagomi keeps performing like nothing. Yep, like nothing's happened. She's doing this, and, and then, the girls are crying. They're like, "Oh my god, this is it. she's gonna die." Basically, yeah. And yeah, it looked like it looked like the other the other maids were in it for a bit. Yeah. And then the performance stops. Dead silent. The lion, the lion and the lion maid, the head lion maid, yep. starts clapping. The girls start clapping. Nagi shoots the fucking lion maid in yep. the fucking chest, and he's like, "Don't, like, don't do it unless I say so." Type of thing. Yep. And so and, freaking, and then Nagomi has a heart to heart talk with Nagi. It's like, yep. say like, why are y'all doing like the per- the purpose of being a maid is for the masters and mistresses. Yep, like not just the violence and all this. And yep. it's like, I get it. like, like with all that power you have, yeah, you're alone. Like, and Nagi's like, a maid is only good for being alone. It's like you will never be alone. Just come to the Unky Doink Cafe. You can come whenever you want. And Nagomi gets the clip emptied on her. Yep, no, first it's just like, how do we do? And just bam, bam, bam. And it got to the point shot, where it, got f- shot five times. And, and you don't see it. Nagomi. Nagomi! Nagomi! You yep. never see Nagomi. Yeah, we, and we then assume she's dead. Yeah, and then as Nagi stands up, bam! Headshot. The girl who, the girl who killed Ronko. Ronko now killed Dasha Nagi. Now, but Nagi stood there. She got shot in the head. Yeah, she stood there and glared at her. And like, all of a sudden, bam, spear. Spear uh, from the fucking panda. Yep, she Yeet! got it. Yeeted that fucking spear into fucking Nagomi's titty. Like 18 years later, she got that revenge. And Q wow. credit. Yeah, Q credit. We, uh, we get There's the an ED. after credit. Uh, yeah, we get the ED with Nagomi singing this time, yes, not Ryko. We, so I, skipped was really... I skipped the OP. Did she OP? Like they cut it short because uh, they had thirty sec- They had about thirty to forty-five seconds of that, and then they went, I guess, straight into the episode. I thought they were going to yeah. do the whole OP, so I ended up having to have to they rewind. Didn't, they, they did, no, they didn't. They didn't do the piece. Oh, because I skipped ahead, and I was like, "Why am I so ahead?" I ended up having to skip back, and I was like, "Oh shit!" No, so no, 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 no. They didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah, they I had just, to it was back. just it was just the beginning stuff with the bullets, but that was it. Oh, I thought as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, because I fast forward. I don't like the op the op for for Maid War, so I'm I skip. I it. enjoy it. I don't. I don't have. I, I won't. I won't listen to it, but I enjoy it. I like. No, the, I like I, ED better. There's the only ops I listen to constantly are. I can read them to you right now. One moment, please. I listen to the Spy Family op, the Raven op, Bochi op, um, Eternity op, and that's it. Sometimes right. Chainsaw. Yeah, I got I got chainsaw. I got uh mostly I both said EDs. Yeah, I listen to a lot of the EDs. I listen yeah. to a lot of these. I still my favorite of the season is gonna be either one of the ones from Chainsaw or the one from Raven. Raven OP yeah. in terms of a singular one is the best one for me. Yeah, uh, yeah but this one's yeah, pretty that, good though. This one's but, oh, but before we get to that, uh after credit, it's now two thousand eight. Eighteen. Sorry, what year was it? Two thousand six, I think, right? She's thirty six. It was nineteen. Oh, she's she seventeen thirty-six. That's yeah. Nice. The, the she's thirty-six that's now. Nineteen years, eighteen. That nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah, it was eighty-six to ninety-nine. Ninety-nine to two thousand. Uh, yeah, almost twenty years. Yeah, twenty years later, approximate. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, they, we see three businessmen walking Akihabara, and there's a bunch of maids around. Yeah, and they're, the all, they're all really, they're, like, they're like, oh yeah, this is um yeah before it used to be really violence, gangs and death and murder, and they're like, what? No way, Maji, Majika, no, yeah, hi, and so they end up. We see a new sign, new Oinky Joint Cafe. Yep, we see a bunch of maids there. 
new maids, and one yeah. of the new maids completely new and one of the um one of the businessmen is like oh what are we here for and I'm they're like oh we're here to see their best maid she's a 36 year old maid and you see a wheelchair you see it spin gloriously you see a 36 year old nagomi hokaiden yep. asaiko shijin sama yep and then roll credits so bam. she's alive crippled yeah. but alive yeah, and, 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 and we called what, they were, what she was gonna do. She was gonna disrupt the ecosystem. There's she no did. more violence, and she did. She said, "Yeah, if only Ranka was there too." At the cost of her it. legs and a lot of her, a lot of her emotion and suffering. Yep, she changed Akihabara. Yep, so nicely done. Five stars. I gave it four and a half. <laughs> I gave it five. It's more. It's closer to five than it was four and a half for me. No, no, it's it's really good. This is something I recommend. So much fun. Action's great. Characters. You would have great. never thought. I was on the fence, and you were like, well, "Dude, watch it." I, we were. I, that's the thing. I wasn't going to watch it. Yeah. And then we find out. And then we saw the clip going around for the first episode. Like, okay, I kind of have to now. Yeah. And and again, we thought it was just going to be like a made competition type thing, but no, no. it's just gangsters. In maid outfits, basically. No, I'm, I started writing, and I'm going to finish it before I go to bed, or I'll finish it tomorrow. But I'm going to read you the first part of my review, uh, Anime Instagram. AI yeah, underscore yeah. Anime 20 or cheap plug. Yep. Now that I'm finally done with summer reviews, because I still have three to go. I haven't posted three of them. And there's actually four, because I have to post a Trigon review since Trigon's coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, I have that one. So I have four more reviews from the summer that I have to post. But and I put now that I'm finally done, finally in caps, done with the summer reviews. We're right to it with the winter reviews. And our first review is a fucking banger. Fucking bangers in all caps. A show that definitely does not meet the eye and a show that shocked me with how epic it ended up being. We're talking about Akiba Maid War. Show features a 17-year-old aspiring maid cafe worker named Nagomi who is shocked to learn the maid cafe industry in Akihabara isn't cute dresses and silly gimmicks, but rather a very, very, in caps, violent life full of ass kickings, foul language, and murder. Dot, 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 dot. Murder galore, in all yep. caps. Like I wrote in the last sentence, the show is full of death and murder. It also has an abundance of comedy and cuteness since it's still young maids. I better put oh, still young maids. Along with a few life lessons about what it's what it's like to work hard, grieve, deal with emotions and failures, and grow as an adult when faced with dire situations and horrible circumstances. The musical score is fine and the animation is solid as well. The story is a hell of a roller coaster that will make you feel a bunch of stuff throughout the twelve episode that twelve episode show. And I'm not done. But I mean that's I thought that was pretty decent in terms of an opening for an encapsulation of the show for a review. Okay. Yeah, I well yeah, I said we're what great what we got i'm satisfied very uh closing thoughts what a way to to start off the end of the season what a way i can't wait for all these other ones to end um we're guaranteed fucking bangers i think uh for several of these and i'm excited to see the end of them and our winter lists are long as fuck yeah we didn't realize it either I realized it because I went through like Saturday, like I was chilling and I was like just going through the list. And I was like, I had I had 22 and I had to cut that down. I was only able to cut that down to 19 new ones, not including the the continuations that we have, which I think I have five. Yeah, I think I got 24 because of it. I have I think I have four. I I thankfully have three that are Netflix. Which ones? Can you tell me? Uh, Regular Ragnarok. Regular Ragnarok. 
Yes. Junji, Junji Ito. Maniac. Actually, I don't think Record of Ragnarok was on my initial list when I looked at it. I mean, it is, like I said, I'm watching it, but yeah. I, I only did TV shows, and they have that as I think. I'm I only going to watch the first fight, and they fuck that up, I am done. Yeah, you said Junji Ito. I didn't I didn't put that on my list. Way the House Husband. I forgot about those. Yeah, that's I, They're on my list. They're on my list. Yeah. But I, I didn't. I only did TV shows. I have 23 different TV including continuing. Not including yeah. those. What yeah, the uh, fuck am I getting into? Oh, what are we what are we getting into, Indies? I'm really hoping some of them suck so we could drop them fast. Well, I shouldn't watch Tokyo Revengers, but it's the principle. I, I mean, they haven't even confirmed if it's gonna. I, I imagine it's gonna stream on. Well, Just no, like, I don't. No, like I, I'm talking. About, I fucking hate Tokyo Revengers. I fucking hated how it ended. I fucking hate how the rest went. <laughs> I mean, do you? The question is, I mean, it's kind of in in a promised Neverland territory where like. The, it's in the reverse of Promised Neverland, you could say, because Promised Neverland had a had a good manga and they horribly butchered it to where it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Versus you, where they're doing the animation and the story and the anime itself pretty well, and the story leading up to the finale isn't bad by any stretch of the imagination, but your personal feelings about the end of the story make you say "fuck this shit." Yes. Do you think the animation, or do you think the anime will do the ending better? No, it's that bad. I think they're gonna follow it, and no, and you, it's that even, bad. Even animating it is not gonna make. It. I'm gonna hate it too, knowing me. As I, I, I yes get no. it. Overstayed its welcome. Everything after that was very completely fucking stupid and unnecessary. And just how they ended the whole thing, this woman just go just fuck it. Was no. it was it your arc where it was just a dream and none of it happened? No, it's just it's just okay. re- it's just and shit. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Any other positive things we could end the show on, Matt? Uh yes, uh, a lot of good stuff in winter, like fucking near auto near automata, <laughs> fucking Bofuri, Vinland, Nagatoro. Let's save it for after. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about entire list next week. In two weeks, you know, Matt. Since we have so much to watch, I think would it behoove us to skip two weeks? Like I said, we got we're doing the finales and we normally take a week and, week and, and fall awards next week. Yes. And the week after that is just annual. Yes. And I'm sure some stuff will be in, but where we could wait two weeks after that. Yeah, let's I was gonna think, let's kind of skip two weeks so we get an idea because and then, and then, that way everybody's out, we can find out what we're gonna add if what we're dropping. No, we're or, not adding. We are not adding. I will add something if something gets not. a high if something gets a high score. I will not, dude. I'm watching everything that's good. I feel I am not adding anything this season. There's too much to watch, even when the continuals are over. Because I mean, Eminence will be over. Eternity, uh, Eminence will be over faster. Eternity will be over faster. Um, you have Blue Lock, and I have Boruto. Well, and then, yeah, yeah, Blue uh, Lock and Academia and are gonna end. Blue Lock and Academia are going to end around the same time. Also, you're not even going to get... Well, regardless, we still have to watch those throughout the season. And Academia is a whole other season. It's 13 episodes. So yeah. we're going to get two of them that are, that are, that'll drop fast, faster than the yeah. rest of the season. Still, at 23 and 24, respectively. And I'm not even... I'm sorry, I didn't even include the Onas. I didn't include Ragnarok. I didn't include fucking... I didn't, I'm not doing injury, but I, I didn't include House Husband on top of that. Yeah, well, I'm not going to well, well, they're gonna well, drop them individually. Well, well, together, well right? house husband will be quick. I think it's all at once. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of in the same way like JoJo. Regardless, I'm pretty confident I will not add anything because I'm. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I guess as we go. Any closing? Your closing thoughts on this week, Matt? 
And very good. Again, I had very satisfying finales. One okay. Uh, again, I do it yourself. Made Akiba great originals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, Sakai was fun. I can't wait for season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill of a file can go away. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, a lot of good, strong penultimates and very finales strong. are basically make a break type of thing of where rankings will be. But I mean, uh, my rankings are pretty set from what I have done. Okay, so if something is really bad, unless something is really bad or something that's blown away, some might one might get bumped up, one might get bumped up. I don't know. Find out on the next episode of um, Talk Yep, again, next week we got finales of Bleach, Chainsaw, uh, Uzaki, uh, Core 1, uh, Blue Lock, Academia, they'll be done. Uh, a lot of stuff will be done. And then... Uh, Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, Loop on Zero, real quick. I'm I'm not gonna review it. I'm just gonna do a quick thing. It's a it's a six episode miniseries of Loop on the Third, or yeah, uh, Loop on the Third is a teenager. Uh, basically, his first time meeting Jigen. It's okay. I like it, but at the same time, I hate that Jigen and Loop on act exactly the same in terms of their teenagers acting like they're their adult selves. That's my only takeaway, because again, it's like they're they're teenagers, like act like kids type of thing, like fuck up a little bit, do something. Like Jigen, Jigen has a gun already. Lupin is a he's a trickster like normal. That's normal, but I'm talking about personality wise, so much like his actual self and not as a kid or teenager. It could That's... be good and bad though. At the same time, like I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I guess because we like mature, we want more mature characters. If but but I say like I want to know what they were like back then, like how they how different were they? What made them want to be what they were? Not yeah, already, not... not already kind of acting like it. So I mean, like, you could maybe see them doing like a backstory to the backstory. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, there's a uh, there's no Goemon, there's no Fujiko, there's no Zenny guys. It's, it's just Lupin and Jigen, which I like. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just again. It's just how yeah. I'll I'll keep watching for sure because it's Lupin and it's only mm. it'll, it'll end when we do our our winter reviews basically. It counts for winter. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. That's it. It's not going to get anything. It's not going to get anything. It was oh my god, I'm trying to do going it's just gonna, it's, it's just going to be a solid series, which probably like a three three and a half type of thing. How many fucking how many seasonals are we ranking in our in our year? Thirty. Yeah, the five honorables and the twenty-five. Yeah, no, didn't you extend it? It was no, 25. no, 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 no. Um, no, it was, no, it was no, it was still twenty-five with the five honorables. I said we're doing the five for genres, like how we do top five movies, top five worse. That we do like top five comedy, adventure, that type of thing. But we're not gonna explain the five, four, three. We're just gonna say them, but the runner-up and the winner. Can you do me a favor and remind me on Monday because I'm off on Christmas Day. And I didn't plan to do shit. So that'll be a good opportunity for me to sit down and fucking write this out. Okay, I will do that. Thank you. Monday, you said? Monday, yeah. I'll be off Monday. Thank you, sir. But can we go to bed now? Yeah, let's wrap this motherfucker up. Already, oh, we have, uh, let me left a comment. Holy, holy crap. crap. I, it was just during the main war stuff. Show your comment. Tutu yep. Smile. Holy crap. Shout out to you if you were still watching. You're not because yep. there's nobody on YouTube. Tutu Smile, shout out to you if you hear this at the end at 2.50. Yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, the people that stayed, that did come come and go, thank you guys so much. As always. Uh, again, we'll be back next week with the finales and fall awards along with our winter watch list. And again, in two weeks, we got our annual awards with Starman. 
I cannot wait for that. Oh, winter watch list is at is the is the season at the end. That's in two weeks. Winter watch list is two weeks. Well, yeah, we were gonna do that with the fall. You're, so again, I want to focus on just the awards for the annual. Yes. All right. That's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Again, like I want to hear Starman's too. That's why I was like, yeah, let's save it for them. We'll, we'll see what happens. All right. We'll see how we feel. But uh, again, follow me on Twitter at Damon Phoenix Twelve. Uh, follow our Twitter for now till Musk fucks it up again. At mm-hmm. Talk to Cakey. Uh, we have a link tree there. Oh no, sorry, we got rid of that because I fucking Musk. But we do have a link tree. We'll post we'll post it somewhere. Where we listen to your favorite. It's on place. Instagram. Yeah, uh, we'll probably be on Instagram mostly after this. Shit. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, another fucking. <laughs> well, I mean, I but, use I I've talked to Kate. I'm gonna give you the password and stuff. But... I know. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll we'll share it. But uh, we, sharing, yay, security. But uh, we got that. Uh, we wherever you want to listen to your favorite podcast, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Audible. You name it, we're there most likely. Shout out to Sean for being our editor. We also want to thank W2M Network and Chairshot Radio for hosting us on their websites. Very grateful for them for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, we have a Facebook group called Eat the Cake Anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, if you have, if you want, uh, set up, uh, go join it. If, I, if you say how you hear from us, say uh, talk to Cakey. Let me know. We'll give you a shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, uh, Cakey Shop is basically this open date uh, if you're available. Uh, send us an email or a direct message on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want to find us. Uh, letting us know your availability and what anime you want to talk about. We will talk about it whether we have seen it or not. It's a, it's going to be basically a learning experience type of thing. For even if we haven't not watched it, <laughs> like make us want to watch it. Even your plugs. You can follow me on Twitter at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. That's Showstopper24. Again, I have my anime only Instagram at A-I underscore anime24. I have my podcast Instagram at podcast.senpai. You can follow us on the Talk to Kiki Instagram at Talk to Kiki, T-A-L-K-T-H-E-K-E-K-I. Again, as Matt said, everything uh, under the sun is there on our link trees on those pages. Um, you can follow my personal endeavors. You can follow our personal endeavors um, as well as the show's endeavors. Shout out to my boy uh, Andy at the MMA for Marks podcast, also available on W2M Network. Uh, we record every Monday for all the latest and greatest MMA news and talking fuckery like you hear here, as always, with Matt and I. Um, you took majority of everything else I could possibly say. So with that, we'll go ahead and we'll close the sun bitch out. Everybody have a moment, moment, holiday. Happy holidays, everyone. Arigato, oyato, fuku, and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.